Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Beer. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. The stapler guy is at the hop grenade, I swear. Excuse me. Excuse me. That guy, the office space stapler guy, is at the... Oh, yeah. That's him. Is, yeah. Sitting, is sitting in the... That's him, right? No. Go, somebody go bring him a it's stapler not, and see what happens. Let's do it. Anyone got a Red Wing? That's amazing. A swing line? We get a lot of famous people in here. I come in here a lot. I don't have a red one, but I have a stapler. Right. We, we have, have the guy from... Um, What's that show? That Dr. Hubbard? Uh, workaholics. Liked, uh, workaholics. Yeah, that guy, that guy came, came in. and yeah. partied here one night. We did coke in the back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We did it in the front. That's what you do with famous people. That's true. You On each other's front? You don't do it in the back. <laughs> no, there was no coke involved. There, we, Coca-Cola, maybe. Maybe. Just to try to contain ourselves. Yeah, lots of famous people in right. here. Like those two. Yeah. Right. Uh, and me. Yeah, we have a celebrity guest host. Tonight. That's right. I'm back um, for one night only. Um, like I'm like Barbara Streisand at the Vegas? at the MGM at the Mirage. Yeah, yeah, for one night only. Justin's back. I'm gonna speak to myself in the third person all night. Um, maybe not just one night. Although we're off next week, and I might not do the show after that. Okay. Um, Ever? Well, it's your favorite brewery coming That's in. That's true. Eagle Rock. You don't, oh, need, you nice. don't even need me. Those cats are coming in the studio, too. As a matter of fact. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so they'll be here for Winterfest. They'll be pouring their beers at Winterfest. Or okay. Springfest or whatever the fuck it's Spring called. Springfest now, yes. Um, and you. then, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, probably tooling around the Bay Area drinking on Sunday. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be here in the studio Monday. 
Oh, so you're hanging out with them for the weekend. Yeah, you're like not? their date. Yeah. They don't know that yet. But uh, you <laughs> they're know. like, uh, we don't really need that level <laughs> yeah. of uh, attention. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. Trust me. It'll be good. I, it won't put me out at all. And they're like, eh. so we're negotiating. Okay. No. Don't yell too much into your microphone. I'm not. Yeah, right. my microphone's all weird. You were the one yelling. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but my, I can't. I'm allowed to yell at mine because my equipment stops the, it from overdriving. His equipment broke. Yeah, and it's the new the replacement is sitting over here on the ground. Oh, that's good. Uh, it was all the yelling that I did over there. It could have been because I yeah I tuned into last. Let's just, let's be honest. The only reason I'm coming back is because I listened to last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh uh, good yeah. lord, I got to get yeah. back in there. You we do were, have to get back in here. There's a lot of things. Going you were wrong. deafened by last week's show. It was a little deaf. There. Uh, there was some loudness, and the uh, I had to I had to record uh, only our second disclaimer in the history of the Brewing Network to, oh, really? to post the archive today. Oh, no. Well, you what? missed, like, the first half of the first half yeah, of the first segment. Yeah, well, because we were off for three weeks. If I don't get practice, yeah. I forget. Yeah. I forgot. Mm. My bad. Well, and I, I was like, how do I... I just didn't post it for a couple of days because I was trying to figure out how to fix it. And there was no fix. I, I never came up with one. So I just came in today, and, and I just did a VO. I was like... Uh, um, you know, the due to technical difficulties <laughs> or sheer drunkenness, we're yeah. not sure which, the first half of this program is missing. Oh, that's too bad. That was the best half. Therefore, yeah. here is an abruptly starting second half. You didn't pull it, couldn't pull it off of a uh, live stream? Well, it's only half of the first segment, actually. Yeah. Uh, and no, no, because no, live stream is all jack too. Oh, because you didn't even switch over to live on the live computer. You hadn't uh, even turned on the microphone, no. basically. Right, so but it, it was it'll re- still go to live stream. Not I without had, you clicking live. I, I had live stream yeah, issues well. with it. Kept, it kept freezing. So I didn't oh, start it okay. until the middle of feedback. Yeah, because well, that's checked. how I do ears up. I don't go. I don't go live over here, but it, it oh, feeds to live stream. You know, okay. So. Well, I checked live stream, and the first part sounded like the first part of this one. Okay. So I, that's why I thought it was well, just because of that. No, it was. It was <laughs> a whole separate. Just, ball of issues. Uh, oh, just well. the perfect storm. Anyway, that Shit show happens. got posted today, okay, and it missed whatever the first 10 minutes of your guys' right. bullshit, okay. um, and then everything else is fine. Cool. Yeah. Although well, I am that's really too bad. sad. I think, yeah. I think um, Casey's eulogy wasn't included. Oh, right. That. I did a eulogy oh, for oh, Casey. Oh, you did? We, I, didn't know he wasn't, him. I didn't know he wasn't going to be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't right. get the info. Yeah. He texted me. That was the secret. He texted me, like, assuming I still give a shit about this place. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm gone for the next 14 days. And I just said, okay. I yeah. thought he was, like, I thought he had already talked to you guys and was just giving me a courtesy call. No. I didn't realize that I was the main call-in sick. Yeah. That so was it. Not only did Warren roll in here at 5.58, and uh, so I'm sitting here by myself, uh, Beverly's in there. Doc flaked on me. Sorry, so man. I'm sitting here. <laughs> then Warren rolls in. I'm like, ah, that's fine. Tasty will be... Oh, shit. And then we just assumed that he died. Maybe he was in the parking structure. Yeah. And just had a tube in his mouth or something. Oh, and he boy. was just, you know, smoking a, the, the, a vehicular bong or something and just <laughs> croaked. I don't know. Oh, boy. No, he's in New Zealand. New Zealand. And uh, he's supposed to be back soon-ish, I think. Maybe he'll be on the next seems show like, with us. Seems like he's been there for like a month. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was going for two weeks, he, he said. So um, well, That's cool. That'll be a good story. Yeah, so uh, maybe it's okay that the eulogy got lost because it's not time yet, Beardy. <laughs> now, if his well, plane goes down in the, somewhere in the Pacific on his way back, right. you, can, well, you can do a, a rendition. Well, but out. the original's lost forever, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I'm sure it wasn't that good. 
No. <laughs> no. It and it'll prob- but it's still going to be better than the second one. I see. Because now, now you don't care as much. Right. right. Well, it was me doing it, so you know oh. it's going to suck. I thought you, Beardy said it. Beardy wrote right. it, and you did it? Well, no. I just did it on my own. I tried to sound sad, but I it see. sounded a lot like this. I see. All right. Well, Tasty's alive and well. Uh, I'm back in the studio for the time being. JP and Beardy actually have been doing a wonderful job here. Thank you so much for giving me a little time off. It was much needed. I'm exactly the same as, as I was before. So, uh, so is the website. <laughs> so is the website. Yeah, totally. I actually, I, the website's so bad, I'm getting locked out of, of, the, of the website. I, I, I cannot even get in. I updated it this morning. Uh, yeah. And then I had some other updates to do, like putting the seven stills show up. And I keep getting locked out of my own site. So That's Code stupid. is trying to help a brother out, and we'll see what happens. And then he's going to help me out. Um, all right. Thanks to our show sponsor, More Beer. Uh, they've been our, our sponsor for years, and uh, I thank them for that. I was at the More Beer Concord showroom this weekend. They Ooh. have a brand-new showroom, Doc. I meant yeah, to right. text you to see if you wanted to come out uh, just to, to hang. But Bevo and I set up a booth there uh, just to help them with their grand reopening of the Concord showroom. And have you been Have you been by yet? No. Um, a lot of the... More beer family members were in this last week to see me in the office, so they were telling me about it. I'll let you know. Yeah, it's about four times as big. Um, wow. It's they. Mm. Th- listen, this is how you know more beers made it. They have shopping carts now. Oh, <laughs> wow! You go in, you get a shopping cart, like wow. the Costco ones that are no, like the six wheeled no. crate. No, they're holders. more like they, they're the Euro style shopping carts. So oh, they're a little, oh, little, okay. little two basket. Okay, um, yeah. But I thought that was really cool, dude. I, because it, you kind of need them, even with the small store, you yeah. needed them. Yeah. Oh, you totally. I remember when we first got the baskets. Yeah, yeah. The six it's little baskets, and I'm like, oh my god, nobody's ever going to use these. We don't. You don't need it. You don't think that you need it enough, right? Until you go there, and you're like, oh shit, I need this. And I, a shopping cart actually helps you buy more. I yeah, uh, it was a big thing. It was awesome. Yeah. So now shopping carts, it's a big place. Uh, Darren over there, uh, one of the owners that we never hear on the program, but he's been working hard on that place, and it looks great. So if you're local, go check out the More Beer Concord showroom. It's all new. It's it's big and beautiful and. Very retail like, like it, it, it's friendly as opposed to like kind of feeling like you're shopping through a warehouse, like a lot of homebrew shops, or somebody's garage can feel, or somebody. Yeah, it's, it's more set up for like the shopping experience you're used to. That seems like the, the the progression of homebrew shops, where it's like, oh, we're in someone's garage or it's someone's like shed, or it's clearly a hobby. Nobody knows to study retail to to put this open, right. and then people grow, and then suddenly it's a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that step beyond, which it sounds like the more beer showroom is. Yeah, which is cool. So. Go check it out. Uh, otherwise, you can keep doing all your online shopping at morebeer.com. They have uh, two distribution warehouses, one in Pittsburgh, California, and one out on the East Coast. I forget where. Maybe Pittsburgh out there, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I forget exactly. It's in Pennsylvania, that. I think. Yeah. yeah, it is yeah. in Pennsylvania. Yeah. No, I think State. it was Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Do they have oh, Pittsburgh. dueling Pittsburgh locations? I, I don't think so. it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It is in Pennsylvania, though. Uh, I'll find out. Uh, anyhow, all that means to you, it doesn't matter because they're distribution warehouses. It means that wherever you are in the country, you can get your stuff fast from our good friends over at More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. On today's show, uh, we are interviewing uh, the folks behind a new documentary that's coming out called Brewers by the Bay. And it's about the history of San Francisco beer. Uh, And it goes really far back to, uh, you know, the gold rush even. And then all the way up until today. And so we're going to talk to the filmmaker who will be in the studio with us, Jared Stutz. And then uh, an old friend of mine who's the brewer at Thirsty Bear Brewing Company in San Francisco, Brendan Doble. He'll be in here. He's He's the host of the movie. Right. They didn't ask me to do it. 
<laughs> Weird. Yeah. Uh, well, they wanted actually to make money. On right. Probably a good idea. So they got Brendan to do it. So they're going to come in and talk to us about the new movie, uh, Brewers by the Bay. They'll tell us how you can see it. And uh, it's a cool thing. So they'll be hanging out with us. Let me give you a few updates. The Spring Brews Festival, the artist formerly known as the Winter Brews Fest, is on April 2nd. It's coming up fast, less than two weeks away. And tickets are on sale now. You can go to bnbrewfest.com and get your tickets. They're only 40 bucks for all you can drink. We're up to a little over 50 breweries as of today, right, Beaver? I think we're at 51, I counted. And we got a few more we're just waiting to get final confirmation from. So we might have somewhere around 55 different breweries. We got the whole park to take over. It's going to be another great year i'm waiting to see the weather report but rain or shine we will be here ready to go and great breweries uh, russian rivers coming back this year they nice. haven't nice. yeah they haven't been with us in a couple years because of capacity issues so i'm excited about that the rare barrel uh will be here great um, the, the big eagle line. rock yeah eagle. eagle rock that's exciting yep. actually i've been wanting them for years too and somehow yep. that's just slipped through the cracks yep. um faction brewing company our old friend roger I 21st amendment drakes beachwood Beachwood, Beachwood? that's right. He's sending beer with the Society guys. The Society will be here as well. And then, yeah, Beachwood's another one I've invited uh, for a year or two now, and and he's finally got enough beer to send up here. Mraz coming back? Mraz will be back. Yeah, He's confirmed and on the list. So go over to bnbrewfest.com right now and check it out. You can get your tickets. uh, 40 bucks. We might sell out this year, so I'd get them in advance if I were you. Uh, You could also get tickets for the Hop Grenades VIP Hour, uh, and that's over uh, on Eventbrite. You can get tickets there. You can come in, and that is actually it's a little more than an hour. It's about an hour and a half of stellar beer here before you go into the fest. So while everybody else sort of ramps up, and about two hours in, they're feeling really good. Mm-hmm. You can walk in at noon feeling fantastic. Feeling great if you come to the the hot grenade <laughs> VIP hour first. This is the way to pregame. It's a way to pregame. Yeah. Plus, you don't have to wait in line. We check you in for the festival here. Give you your glass. Give you your wristband. You walk in the back door. Oh, uh, you get you, you have your own entrance. So we really try to give you the best treatment. We can, uh, you know, for a little more money. I think it's 30 bucks for the VIP hour plus mm. a $40 ticket um, to the festival itself. And then um, my crew here at the Hop Grenade puts on a stellar beer list, 21 taps of, of beer that all gets pulled after the VIP event. So oh, it's, really? it's only for you if you buy VIP tickets. And then they pull that all off. And, um, and put on the common shit for everybody else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know what we're doing this year, I think, uh, and, and we learned this from last year, although we, we should have known. <laughs> We're basically doing all session beers on tap for after the festival. <laughs> Good. Good choice. Because, yes. you know, this place fills up and EJ Fair fills up next door afterward. I, yeah. Every place around fills up and everyone's hammered. I mean, you've been drinking for four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it all went well. Actually, the only people that got thrown out of the hop grenade last year belonged to me. <laughs> um, the others, there were some people we couldn't let in. Um I actually stood outside talking to a woman and her boyfriend who were so devastated that we wouldn't let them in that the woman was crying. The, the <laughs> guy was very, first he was sad, then he was angry. And I was like, guys. And they haven't been drinking at all. I know. I'm like, Going through the this, stages I, of grief. I was like, I just want to point out that this is why you're not allowed to <laughs> yeah, right. I appreciate that you love our place so much, but you know, come back tomorrow. I'm going to let you in. You're gonna right. be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I can't uh, actually stop you tomorrow. Yeah, right. yeah. We come here all the time. <laughs> Well, good. Then you know you're not missing anything. Yeah, right. like, wow. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, I think we're doing Session Fest after the, the festival here. Good. Lower alcohol beers. Sounds good to me, man. be a good time to come hang out. 
All right. Go over to bnbrewfest.com right now and check it out. That's how you get your tickets. Uh, you know, ways that you can support the crew around here. Moscow's got his Hoplife gear. I think you go to hoplifegear.com and check it out. And he's got T-shirts and prints of all his original Hoplife artwork. It's good stuff. We have it hanging here in the Hop Grenade, too. You can also do your Amazon shopping. Just hit the Amazon link on our homepage. Uh, that's a great way to support. And here is the absolute best way you could support is to subscribe and join the BN Army. You become a member of the BN Army. Um, there's there's links right there that say donate on the homepage. Recurring members, enter yourselves to win a $100 gift certificate to More Beer. We do a drawing every month. Plus, it really, really helps the Brewing Network's bottom line. It's something that we can count on, and, and, and we love you for it. And, you know, it kind of makes all this free programming not quite so free, and, and we like that, too. So hit the donate button right there on the homepage. Get all these updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. Uh, also, you get, by the way, if you become a recurring donor, you get all these updates in our updates in our monthly newsletter. And because Kim Shimke is in charge of that, you know it actually happens every month. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, it goes out every single month. We do a brewcaster profile in each issue, sometimes like extended family. Like this month, I think we interviewed the guy who did the artwork for Spring Brews Fest. Okay. Um, and he does some other festival work. He does labels for Cellar Maker Brewing Company, and it's kind of a... A, a, in local industry artists. You get a little insight into things like this. Cool. Plus, we tell you what's on sale in the, in the Hop Grenade store. Uh, the, the, what's our company called? The Brewing Network Store. Thank you. I don't even know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking myself. Um, I'm trying to encourage myself. No, you're, you're, doing, doing, you're yeah. doing great. Thanks. Yeah. yeah you're doing wonderful. <laughs> but do better. Good. Doc just fell asleep, so I hope I'm doing yeah, well. Going. Tasty's not here, so someone uh, has to Someone's got to fall asleep. <laughs> Doc, I thought you wanted to come in. I do. Okay. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I want to leave. Ten minutes ago. Yeah. He, he gets in good naps here. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sleep now. Yeah. No, I, I didn't take my, my meds today, so I'm kind of spacing. I see. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> All right, send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. If you've got show ideas, you can send them to bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. She'll get your guests booked for you. And um, send everything else over to JP or something. Sure, yeah. man. Why not? Somebody. Yeah. yeah. Somebody. Send it to Beardy. Beardy doesn't have one. So no. yeah. Beardy at thebrewingnetwork.com <laughs> for, for all your complaints. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to get a bunch of emails. My email to Beardy didn't go through, so I'm going to send this to you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Chip, do we have a Twitter game today? We do, Justin. Have you been hosting and Twitter gaming? No, I gave that task to Warren. Because you couldn't yeah. do both? I was going yeah. to joke that you couldn't do both. <laughs> but um, I chose not to because I wanted someone, I wanted a JP, I wanted a sidekick yeah, to gotcha. like talk to, so yeah. I just gave it to Warren. I could have because like I'm really it. smart. He's still looking for a good yeah. sidekick, yeah. by the way. <laughs> right. Uh, I did listen. I saw how you had him doing the end of, of show I asked him, I was like, do you want to do these two? And he goes, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should have put a stop to that yeah, after a but day. It was or just so good. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do no, it. No, he's gotten. A, he got a lot better. I really because that's the one I listened to. <laughs> the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the best one. It was, uh, it was yeah. I couldn't say yeah. no to the kid. It's like trying. you were. It's like you were giving it to him in fine print or something. because no, I could just picture him. He too. had my computer. Okay. And after the first one, I was like, you know, you could just scroll up the font size on the thing because that's what I've been doing. And I just kind of uh, oh oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's that right. you can't read aloud well. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But well, also he did good. 
I'm, I'm normally over on this side of the studio, not having to work real hard. Yeah. And that chair, you actually have to do things over there. It changes things. You're right. You <laughs> yeah, actually have sure. things to do and responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. A business chair. That's not my thing. Yeah, you don't get paid enough. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a professional. <laughs> no, you guys did great. All right, well, Twitter game is brought Sounds to you like today uh, by our friends <laughs> over I'm trying at, to make myself feel good. At, right. at Beersmith. Uh, you can go to Beersmith.com right now and uh, download your free 21-day trial of the Beersmith Brewing software. It's our favorite software. I guarantee it'll be yours, too. You don't even have to take my guarantee because Brad gives you a guarantee with your free 21-day trial. Pros use it. Homebrewers use it. Everybody uses it. Available on Mac and PC. Tons of tutorial videos. Uh, Plus, he's got a podcast over there. Go over to Beersmith.com right now and check it out. What's our Twitter game? Well, uh, I don't know if you've uh, paid attention to this phenomenon, Justin, of everybody now in the beer industry is writing a book. Sam oh. Calgagonaga has one. I know that guy. Tony oh, McAgee. He's going to have an audiobook. From Legina. <laughs> uh, hey, he could have Andy read it. So, uh. <laughs> he's Sylvester Stallone. I got this beer. Or a <laughs> video book where it's yeah. just him sitting next to a fireplace <laughs> reading the book to you. Yeah. I'd watch it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> With the power off. He has another book, huh? Oh, I don't know. Just he has one out oh, in, in the okay. universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, Denny Khan, of all people, has a friggin' book. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, can that know, guy whoever. even read himself? No, I don't think he can. <laughs> I mean. Um, so, you know, I thought it's now is about time to let everybody know that the Brewing Network oh. has a book. We're gonna, we, we got a contractually bounded to write a book. If you will. But we need a title and a, a topic, I guess, is what you need for a book. <laughs> for once you're going to do a book. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to do a book. Okay. But, uh, but what's it going to be called and what's it going to be about? That's right. the Twitter game. Well, I love this idea. Thank you. Um, of somebody else writing a Who's going to write it after we get the idea? Well, that's our next Twitter game. Warren. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. One, All right. Yeah. One thing at a time. Yeah, Warren. Warren G. Jer- G for jerk. I, I know you were also G planning for... out the next Twitter game. Sorry. <laughs> that's what good work entails. That's right. Planning? Planning. Planning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Should we do feedback? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com and check him out. And uh, John's been helping us for quite some time now, helping protect the hop grenade trademark. He does a good job of it, and he can do a good job for you. He's even had to go to battle for us a little bit, and nice. he's done great. Um, so go check him out, uh, John Samankowitz, uh, over at beerlawcenter.com. He can help you get your brewery started. He can help you with your trademark issues, uh, pretty much anything beer-related. Give him a call. If you're curious if he can help you, just call him up, and I bet he can. Beerlawcenter.com. All right, here we go. Tim writes in, holy feelings, Batman. (laughs) So I've been listening to you lunatics for a couple years now, starting with the current shows and progressively working my way back through the archives. I just got to the French beer show from, uh, looks like July 19th, 2009. I don't remember this one. I I think it would have been with Yan, and then on the phone was Simon who owns yeah. the um, La Cava Beer in mm. Paris, okay. which is basically a, a, a bottle shop. Yeah. And it, I think it was the first uh, Parisian bottle shop. I think Very it's, successful now, by the way. I think it's French for the beer cave, yeah, if I'm not that's, mistaken. You're right? absolutely okay. right. Yeah, right, it, it comes from wine because there's uh, uh, La Cava Vin all over. Okay, great. Well done, JP. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, he, anyhow, I remember the guests. Yeah. I don't really remember the content of the show. Neither do I, and I meant to go back and listen to it, but then I got distracted by a squirrel or something. Well, it has something to do with you, so I wish you had done so. Uh, He says, what a disaster. (laughs) 
If it wasn't that I was listening from current shows back, I would have expected JP to off himself before the next show. Oh, no. Uh, love me. Just love me. Love me. That sounds about right. <laughs> uh, never mind. I have plans after the show. I need to pop my plants. <laughs> So I don't know what we were, maybe we were getting down on you about something, and I, I have Probably. no idea. Hey, th- look, those were lean times uh, in the emotional <laughs> your, your range thyroid of wasn't, yeah. wasn't functioning properly. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. You know, since that, I, I do often think back, I'm like, God, man, I was real hard on JP, man. It was probably just his thyroid. He probably wasn't a dickhead like I thought he was. <laughs> it was a medical condition. It was a medical condition. Like sometimes, I'll be, like sometimes I'll replay a scenario, and most times I go, no, no, he was a dickhead. Right. But a lot sometimes I'll go, oh, shit. It was his thyroid. He had no control over that. Maybe. Yeah. But has he Maybe changed? We don't know. Has he changed that much since, though? I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. I think so, okay. I mean, he's still a dickhead. Yeah. He did right. change. He's a different kind of dickhead. That's okay. true. That's what, don't so you it, think, Terry? He's a happy dickhead instead of a miserable dickhead. Yeah, he's a happier yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, you, you know, cancer will do that to you, but that's fine. <laughs> right. that's yeah. not... Every day is a gift. Right. <laughs> yeah, if he hit the floor this morning. How come you don't wear a yellow wristband? You survived. You're a survivor. Uh, I'm still like the, the analogy I have is like uh, it's like going to the ER for splinters. You know, it's like you're not going to die from it, but you still want to get it out because it's not good for you. Yeah, but you had the cancer. I sure, mean, but you're, you're still... a survivor. <laughs> you're congesting our ER hard. room. <laughs> yeah. You get uh, a splinter and you go to the ER room. Yeah, making us wait hours. Hey, I sit there with Lupe. He does it too. Why oh. can't I? <laughs> All right. He has uh, to. <laughs> he goes out and say, seriously, good job, guys. Uh, awesome info, except in the French beer episode. Uh, and a bunch of fun. Keep up the good work. And Justin, get your lazy rear end back in the studio. Suck it, JP. From Tim. Well, here I am, Tim. I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope, it's, I hope it's worth the wait. <laughs> you still have to suck it now. That's the question. Yeah. You're only back because of his feedback email. That's right. Uh, JP sent it to me yesterday, and I thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess I'll do the show. You, you dropped what you were doing. Yeah. Just come back. All right, Kyle from Bozeman, Montana writes in. Um, this is about the website. Hey, guys, I love the new site, which nobody ever says. Thank you. And I love the show. Um, uh, but I had a thought regarding the website. When you're on the session page under shows, it might be nice to have a drop-down menu somewhere that lists the years. Uh, once a year is clicked, then you could just list the shows from those years. Right now, it's kind of a pain in, in the ass to find older shows. Um, so he says, maybe I have something like that set up, but it's just a thought. Thanks for all you do. From Kyle. So, Kyle... I have that about halfway there for you, and I did realize after making the site that I need to change the way they are listed. Um, it's just beyond the scope of my talents. So the website's not done. I do appreciate feedback like that. Uh, by the way, it's very well spoken, and, and you're not being a dick about things. Um, telling me that what needs to be fixed in the website, I actually always love to hear that because I have a running list of stuff that I will get fixed. In the meantime, if you go to the right navigation, uh, so just scroll down on the right side under the search B shows function it says select month but if you click on it it is all months but it's months and years so there's march 2014 july 2013 april 2012 for example if you click on any one of those at least it will get you closer to what you're looking for unfortunately what it does is it puts all shows there so not just the session so if you click like january 2013 it would be all session shows all bruce strong shows all jamil shows so it's still not uh, exactly what you're looking for um, but maybe it'll get you by to like and get that fixed, and, and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on the search functionality for you. 
Thanks for the input. Matt writes in, uh, this is about the Brewers Roundtable, which was a, a private episode that I recorded during San Francisco Beer Week. Only um, for me. For Matt, me only. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Matt writes in, I remember hearing something about a Brewers Roundtable discussion. I was interesting, uh, interested in listening to it. Did it happen? Did you record it? Are you going to post it? Uh, and P.S. Thanks for all the info. Uh, you're awesome. Blah, blah, blah. From Matt. Um, yeah. So I did record it. And no, I'm not going to post it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea for the Brewers Roundtable is to do special content for those people who donate to the Brewing Network. We wanted to add some extra features uh, to those of you who go the extra mile for us and, and try your best to support us. And so I might end up releasing this one a little bit later to everybody to give you an example of what a Brewers Roundtable is. Uh, it's an idea that I'd had for a while to just have me and a group of brew professionals in here. I don't do much except for throw out a question to them and let them talk about it and uh, current events in the beer world, controversial topics, maybe uh, you know some talk about uh, differing brewing techniques. Um, and this one was great. Uh, we had Monkish and Sante Adarius and Beechwood was in here and what was it? I forget. There's somebody else. So forgive me for who the other brewer was. Um, But we had a great time doing it. Those of you who are members will see it soon in our newsletter. So if you're a recurring donor, uh, expect to see a link to that Brewers Roundtable episode. Um, If you'd like to become a recurring donor, you still have time to do so. And uh, maybe it'll come out next month. So sign up now for as little as 2 bucks, And that's how you get things like the Brewers Roundtable. And we're working on some more of that for you, too. All right. Eric in Fairbanks. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. Is there only one Fairbanks? No, I think there's one Fairbanks. Because uh, uh, usually people, like, there's got to be t- 100 Fairbanks, right? Like, um, there's probably a Fairbanks, Colorado, and a Fairbanks, Utah, Fairbanks, Ontario. Can we just assume That's a different country. <laughs> we'll go Alaska. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only Alaska, man. Okay. The Golden Heart City, apparently. So Eric from Fairbanks, Alaska writes in, hey, guys, and Bevo. Where has the session been? The last show is not posted, and there are no shows on the schedule. Uh, Bebo, we got to work on that, by the way. The schedule needs to be filled out. Yeah, Bev. Um, that wasn't on your plate. I'm just saying we need to we need to put it on your plate. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's not my job. Don't yeah. shake your finger at me. Yeah. But the Shame. other shows, however, the other shows that are your job aren't there either. Shame. <laughs> oh. They should be. Real talk. Not. Yes, okay. they should be. You're shame. absolutely right. <laughs> okay, shame. Uh, shame. Is this it? Is the greatness over, he says. I've been chugging through the archives for almost a year and about halfway through, but also listen to the latest uh, episodes as they're posted. Thank you for all the brewing knowledge and, of course, the crassness. Is Justin just done? <laughs> I like this. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a trailer to a, a dramatic episode, a behind-the-scenes episode. Is Justin it's just done? JP has been doing a great job. Dun, dun, dun. You are hilarious, dun, 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 man, and could easily host a show on a regular basis. See, this is stuff I like to hear. Uh, is he talking to you? Sorry, he's talking to me about you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I hope we get more sessions soon. Uh, ever think about having some Alaska breweries on? Oh, well, there you go. Never. Prost, <laughs> Eric in Fairbanks. Um, we've had a, I think yeah. we had like Midnight Sun or we somebody did. on. Wait, and you've had and, Alaskan. And Alaskan. Alaskan too, yeah. So we've had all the Alaskan breweries on. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, like, one of the things I like to do when we're on uh, road trips, like Tara and I, we're just in L.A. this past weekend. <laughs> when you're on the road trip that the, you take? Yeah, yeah. The, the one road trip. is yeah. whenever we're in hotel rooms and you, you, there's nothing ever on TV and it's late at night. So it's always you end up on Nat Geo watching Alaskan State Troopers. Oh, yes. I and agree with that. fucking yeah. weird drunk-ass people that live in Alaska. Yeah. They're nuts. 
There's some guy walking around with a ball peen hammer on the side of the road covered in blood. And the trooper pulls him over. He's like, What do you guys want? And he's like, Sir, why are you walking down the road with a ball peen hammer? Oh, man. I got in a fight. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with everybody? Seriously. Uh, they got nothing else to do. They really don't. Um, okay. To answer your question, uh, z- the greatness is not over. <laughs> right. You miss one week, and he assumes that the, polls, the plug's been pulled. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, done. let's be honest. The greatness is probably over years right. ago. And you do 11 years of shows, and you assume that there's greatness. <laughs> yeah. Um, last week's show is, is getting posted today. In fact, you'll find it in iTunes right now. I just can't put it on the website because I'm locked out. Um, <laughs> but sucks. it's in iTunes, uh, and I had, to re- I had to repair it. So I'm sorry it took a while. But then we had two weeks off before that. Uh, because we went away on the Labruski cruise and, and things and such. Oh, right. So that's why it looked like there was a big giant gap. I filled some of the gap today. Nice uh, work. With last week's episode. You and then, of course, you. now, you've got, <laughs> now you've got tonight's. Uh, I'm very uh, relaxed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did it into a cup. Oh, <laughs> a cup. Well, it was laundry day, I guess. It was laundry day. <laughs> uh, Ahab, no, it's not over. And look, uh, I'm around, and I think you're going to see. <laughs> I think you'll see a mixture of me and JP, and I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. But we're not going anywhere, I'll tell you that. Well, we're, that's good. We're not pulling the plug, right, Jip? Right. Yeah. No, Aww. I'm in it. I'm in it. What else am I going to do? Yeah. Go back to working at Starbucks? Right. If they let you. They tip there. You'll get paid better. Yeah. You get uh. health care. Oh, shit. Why are we convincing? Right. I need yeah. him here. I don't yeah. know why I'm, I'm doing this. Well, I'm on Taryn's health care, so it's fine. Okay, so good. Yeah. And we probably pay you close to that now. Yeah, pro- yeah, b- 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyhow, here's <laughs> had you stayed one. working at Starbucks though, I would probably had I would probably been district manager by now. Right? Are you kidding me? Right? You know what, dude? I'll make you district manager right now. <laughs> yes! Whoa! Yeah. Promotion. Ladies and gentlemen, JP is now district manager of the Brewing Network. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still think I outrank you. <laughs> she does. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, and then Pies writes in, has the last show been uploaded? I can't seem to find it. Also is Justin okay? Seriously, is the death pool about to pay out? <laughs> I am ill, and I've been ill since October. We'd be ill. Uh, I finally made a doctor's appointment today. I'm going to the doctor. Really? To, yeah, I gotta see, what's, see what's going on. But I'm not, I don't know. I am at the top of the death pool, though. I've been there for a while, I think. I've been above Tasty for months, I think, right? Yeah. Well, they, yeah. We need to write yeah. it out. We need, should put it on the wall. Yeah, what is the ranking now? I think it's me. Um, we should have, we should have, this should be an interactive thing oh, like, yeah. on the site or something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, actually a, a do live. That's an easy, we can do, pay, that's one, one thing that works on our new website <laughs> yeah. is that we can add content, assuming okay. I'm not locked out. Right. Um, I think having a death pool page is a good idea. Okay. And yeah, I'd like to you know, be so careful. I, I think it's me. I think you're still below Tasty. Believe it or not, Doc, but only because you, years of being a healthy person. You're fastly, I, quickly, I should say, since fastly is not a word, uh, <laughs> creeping up on Tasty. I thought Doc was at the bottom. Because no. we just figure he's going to outlive all of us. Because oh, well, he yeah, hasn't he already that, been killed. Is that magic thing? Yeah, yeah. But he's on this, he's on a rampage. So I'm going, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's me, Tasty Doc. Uh, and then I don't know where it goes from there. It's probably I, JP below w- that. Well, it, it depends on... It, I don't know. Now it's in question because you're actually going to the doctor. Mm. So I think until until the results happen, I think it's tasty. 
than yeah. you. Oh, well, but you remember, I went to the doctor not long ago, and you remember those results. Right. Not good. Right. Liquid, which, that, that's what pushed me above. A little bit, which makes me yeah. think I'm above Doc, too, because I have the same issues, sort of, that you have also. The high liver enzymes? Not liver enzymes, but. Blood pressure? Cholesterol. Whatever. Cholesterol. No, I don't cholesterol. have that. I have no, blood I have high pressure. Cholesterol. No, I had cholesterol. Yeah. Not blood pressure. You both can have cholesterol. We both have the cholesterol. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, that's my glory. And we get blood say. pressure on ultimate <laughs> day. <laughs> the cholesterol. <laughs> really? Does stupidity kill you? She because I think that might be She had that and the sugar. Remember the sugar? <laughs> oh, the sugar. <laughs> the beetus? That's the Italians call the sugar. <laughs> they got the sugar. He's got the sugar. You got to watch, watch out for him. Don't hug him too long. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean he doesn't have the sugar? <laughs> He's got the sugar. We we should we should we should <laughs> seriously don't hug him. <laughs> I just heard that. We should seriously sit down, have several beers, yeah. and then do the death yeah. penalty. Okay, I why think don't Warren we... is at the bottom. Well, no. We once the brewery opens, the then my risk of getting pulled into a pump and or boiled alive the goes beer, way up. of a pump are you running? You're no, it, still at the bottom. You the only, bottom gets sucked in. It's going to pull my whole head in. He's yeah. the young. Well, he, he just beard, turned thirty. Although right? his yeah. beard, Jesus. he's the youngest. Right, the depression that goes along with that. Although. His beard does sort of present, an, like he could mm. he could be working on his car and get his face sucked into the engine, like right. the whole thing. Yeah, but st- how often are you fire? getting laid right now? <sighs> Give me a weekly. Um, how how many times does Candy want a nap? <laughs> yeah, she she lets me put her to sleep about probably three <laughs> nights a week. You're getting laid three nights a week right now. Sure. God bless you, 30-year-old. So he's getting regular sex. He's only 30. He's relatively healthy. The only thing he has going against him is the stupid beard. And the blindness. But (laughs) but that's not going to kill you. Oh, yeah. walk in front of a (laughs) What's the crosswalk sign say? Well, he is over-careful when he drives. Like, this man stops at yield signs, but sometimes he doesn't know if the light's red. So there's Well, you're supposed to yield. (laughs) When it's red? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got to keep us moving. But yes, JP, I agree. Let's Let's, uh, write out. Let's get drunk and write out the death pool. All right. Okay. Thanks for your care, though, Pies. I appreciate that. Uh, Okay. And finally, uh, our spam of the week. Uh, Here we go. Is sex just a memory for you? Life has stopped long time ago. Long time. That's one sentence. Yes. Um, Love knows no age frames. What are what? age rates? I, 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 when you say that, I think of like saggy tits. And I feel like uh, uh, when, I, when I read this, because <laughs> they get yeah. flat and square. You need There's a bigger frame. You need yeah. a bigger frame as you get older. <laughs> when I read this, I was like, "This is like sex spam haiku." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this oh, is, then I better finish this poetry. It's beautiful. Right, let me start again. Then I'll right. do. Um, if sex is just a memory for you, life has stopped long time ago. Love knows no age frames. If you have faced impotence, there is no need to keep one's mouth shut. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's like a word to the wife. Like, hey, if you're facing impotence, keep your mouth open. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Seems not gonna chase you around the room with it anymore. I saw you yawning. Come here. Then it goes on to say, also we have. As if they've explained what they have yet in <laughs> right. the first place. Yes. Also we have women's health. Anti-allergic, skin care, epilepsy, and more than 2,000 positions. 
That's nice. This is the most nonsensical uh, one yet. I love it. But it's great poetry. But it's yeah. good poetry. Yeah, I'd epilepsy. like to see the 2,000 positions. Is epilepsy a new position that I just don't know about? Yeah, it's weird. Yes. Yeah, you we just shake on top of the You know what Sam does. That's what that's called? That has a name. Yeah, he's doing the epileptic. It's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, that's your feedback brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we've got the boys from the new uh, movie Brewers by the Bay, a history of San Francisco beer. So hang in there with us. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. For more than 20 years, White Labs has collected yeast strains from around the world and kept them locked away. Until now. Through the Yeast Vault, they are now releasing new, creative, and unique strains. Most have never been used in commercial products. Some have names you can barely pronounce. And all are uniquely white labs in quality and performance. Now they're giving you the opportunity to unlock the vault. Here's how it works. Pick the yeast you want from the vault. As soon as 500 people have chosen that yeast, your card will be charged and your yeast will go into production. A short time later, a fresh White Labs Pure Pitch package will show up at your door, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. For the first time, White Labs is letting you into their secret yeast vault, unlocking access to hundreds of strains never available before. Join the White Labs Customer Club for first access to the vault. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The 2016 Homebrew Con is coming! June 9th through 11th in Baltimore, Maryland. Be a part of the biggest and best homebrew event in the world with thousands of homebrewers from all walks of life. HomebrewCon is open to anyone 21 and older who is a member of the American Homebrewers Association or Brewers Association. Not an AHA member? Don't wait. Register now. The AHA is dedicated to promoting the community of homebrewers and empowering homebrewers to make the best beer in the world. Social packages and full conference registration is available now. Enjoy seminars from industry leaders like Sam Caligioni, Stan Hieronymus, Jeff Larson, Paul Sangster, and Drew Beecham. 
Visit the Homebrew Expo for the newest and best in equipment and ingredients. And don't miss Club Night, the biggest night in homebrewing. Register today at homebrewcon.org and join the Brewing Network in Baltimore for all the fun at HomebrewCon. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up... A six-pack of cans of Mount Camp Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. most wonderful week of the year is coming. It's American Craft Beer Week, May 16th through 22nd. Thousands of events all over the country will celebrate craft beer and brewing in all 50 states. Join the celebration. Visit craftbeer.com now. It's the home of American Craft Beer Week and hosts the growing list of events around the nation. And visit American Craft Beer Week on Facebook and support craft beer with more than 60,000 small and independent brewery fans. If you're a brewery or craft beer retailer, plan an event and post it for everyone to see on craftbeer.com's official calendar for American Craft Beer Week. It's the mother of all beer weeks, American Craft Beer Week, the most wonderful time of the year. Brewcasters are back. It is 401 beer. Whatever. All right. Welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, too. Got a lot going on tonight. Me figuring out how to run the show again after being gone for almost, actually, for over two months. Right? It's tough. I didn't do a show. I came back as a special guest last week. Yeah, I heard about it. Which is fun. I like being on that side of the table better than on this side. 
It's fun. It's funnerer. It's more, it is more funnerer. It's more funnerer yeah. to just be asked questions than to have to do all the asking. Brendan knows. Uh, Brendan Doble uh, from Thirsty Bear Brewing Company is here with us right now, along with Jared Stutz, uh, the uh, director and producer and uh, owner and filmmaker and extraordinaire of Brewers by the Bay. <laughs> Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. It's good to be here. Thanks. Now, Brendan. Taking the hop grenade. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. So I have never been here before. I'm blown away. Thank you. So we've known each other for years now, Brendan, and Correct. I met you first at Thirsty Bear in San Francisco, and we worked together a little bit. We've drank together well, a little bit. We have drank together. I know much stuff, sure. So I'm kind of proud, I'm kind of proud <laughs> to have you here in the studio, man, here at my bar. You're it's welcome. amazing. I love it. Thanks, dude. Uh, we've come a long way, I, and we were just talking at the, at the break that uh, last time Brendan was on a show, we were at uh, Free FM, I think. We were at CBS Radio. Ten years ago or so, right? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't say fuck then, but now you oh, can. Oh, can we say fuck now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All you want. Yeah, just so I know. Keep going. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the movie uh, this weekend, uh-huh. uh, The Brewers by the Bay, and somebody dropped an F-bomb. Sully. Sully. I was like, is it going to get bleeped? It I was made trying me wonder. to remember nope. if it was Sully or, or Fritz Maytag, I was like, I, which would have been great, right? <laughs> it, been, it happened again. I think one of the speakeasy guys also said it, but I think Sully uh, was the first one. Well, those are a bunch of foul-month punks, so <laughs> yeah. it would yeah. yeah. make sense, it would it? But, uh, it would totally no, I do. I think, yeah, it, we just went with it. I don't remember if we actually we talked about it a little bit about how we should Sally present the uh, oh he did the yes. content, uh, but he's it's a like, professional. Yes. But you know, those people were talking about you know dropping LSD and some people just drop some f bombs. I think we just wanted to let people do what they wanted to do and uh, speak with their minds. So. It's not a children's film, you know. It's, it's about it's, beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, then since we're diving into that, why don't we start with that and then we'll we'll, we'll back up and talk about you guys and your history. But uh, so the film is called uh, Brewers by the Bay. Right. Okay. And what's the concept, Jared? The concept is really about the history of beer in San Francisco, dating back to about 1847. Starts with the, you know with the history in the first 20 or so minutes, and then it really goes into you know with Fritz Maytag talking about his history and the, the history of you know what he brought to the table and you know the craft beer renaissance that he really created, which is really. an amazing story, incredible story. Yeah. And then after that, it really dives into who the uh, the original San Francisco Brewers Guild members are and what their stories are and what they contributed and, and how they really inspired this next generation that we currently have okay. of brewers here in the city. Got it. So. And how did you get hooked up with Brendan to be – Brendan's kind of the host of, of the show, right? Yep, right. And, and how did that connection happen? Well, uh, what happened was he invited <coughs> – excuse me um, – Reagan and Sarah from local brewing company because we were brewing beer with them back, uh, I don't know, five years ago, something like that. Okay. And they were trying to, like, um, test market some of their recipes that they've been developing before they opened up local brewing company. We, we supported them. So Jared had come down with his crew, um, and I kind of sat in on it, and he, you know, he brought the lights, cameras, action, and all that stuff. And um, I don't know, we, we hit it off, and then you were like, you came by the like, next day, and you're like, I'm actually still looking for a host to run this thing, and uh, do you want to roll with it? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll help a brother out. You know, let's try it. You know, and um, I, I can talk. Uh, yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. like the rest of them. And I can drink some beer with some friends of mine. I mean, I do know most people in San Francisco, most of the brewers. The brewers so yeah. I'm on a first name basis with everybody, and I'm like, it's not like I've ever had a beer with them before. And that helps. It, uh, I think so. You I know, mean, when I started this and I didn't know anybody, it was much more uncomfortable than now. And now that we've been around <laughs> for a while, I've met most of you guys. You've hung out at Beer Fest. Yeah. It does make an interview go easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, I do count many of the brewers to be friends, you know, because we've been get, you know hanging out for like 10 years now. Yeah. Um, and when you drink beer, you make friends. And so um, I thought I could do it. 
So I said yes, and uh, here we are now, finished with almost a finished product, ready to go. How oh, long have you guys been working on the on the movie? It's been Jared, a while. How long right? has it been? Uh, well, when did you when did we start? When did you start, and when did I kick in? I forget. <laughs> but, uh, it was around October of 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And uh, really, my initial my initial email was to Dave McLean after getting some inspiration actually over at Rogue, the Rogue Ale House. Yep. And I met uh, Lloyd Knight. Who, formerly of the 21st Amendment. Yeah, very yeah. good guy. And, mm-hmm. and Rob Strausser, now the, the GM over at 21A. And, yeah. And uh, I met them, and they were just hanging out, having a good time, drinking other people's beer. And I was like, well, these guys, they're having a great time here at this, at this, at this, you know, beer bar, essentially. And That wasn't the one they work for. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we were all getting drunk, having a good time, and, and they were just talking about the industry in San Francisco and how much they enjoy being a part of it. Okay. And I was like, you know what? This would make a pretty cool story. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot here. And Had if, you Were you in uh, to film before? Had you made other movies? No. No. You just dove right in. Dove right in. Uh, from <laughs> San Francisco initially. You know, I mean, born and raised for the first nine years. Love okay. San Francisco. Love beer. And thinking, well, you know what? Hey, let's give this a shot. Got it. So, so you grabbed your iPhone camera. And, <laughs> no, uh, absolutely no, not. Isn't that what you do? That's what you have to do, right? right. Well, yeah. right. It's HD, the iPhone camera. Jared. It's right. HD. Right. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That right. means... That's what a lot of people do. But yeah. We do have some <laughs> production you, you value. You put it on a selfie stick, it's like having a tripod. Yeah. Right? That, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> HD is handy device. Yeah. You can do it. No, you went out and you thought, i I got to figure this out. I have to have good cameras. Big time. Okay. And we, we actually, for, for the Fritz Maytag interview, we actually had five cameras wow uh on on set we had a full you know full lights full full yeah. shindig going on and amazing a stunt man did you have a stunt man <laughs> yes we did stunt actually fluffer, yeah. a double doubles double i would love to be doubles double <laughs> you'd be drunk by 9 9 a.m <laughs> <laughs> right uh, did so. you did you have like a you know special requests, Brendan? Like uh, you know you have to have a trailer outside <laughs> and green M and M's, things like this. No, I didn't go that hard. We didn't have to make it. I, uh, I, yeah, for no, just everyone cracked open a beer and we got into and it. And that was you know, good it was yeah. it was good enough. You okay. know, so it was plenty. Uh, obviously, the interview with Fritz Maytag was a little different. Um, and I, part of the reason it took so long is that like getting these brewers together is like herding cats, you know, because everyone has yeah. one production schedules. Um, so that was a big part of it. And trying to like nail down a time where everyone can get together on the on my side, on Jared's side, on the Brewer's side, you know, and all this. So it took a lot of planning and again herding cats to get this thing together, especially getting Fritz Maytag. I mean, yeah, like, he was already retired at that point, and uh, Keith Greger had moved, uh, was now the new proprietor of Anchor Brewing Company. Uh, so we had to like basically find him in his, you know, I think he lives up in Napa Valley. So we had to drag him out of there and come down to Anchor Brewing Company and spend some time with us, and that took. How many months? Two years. It almost took two years. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Now, was that because he kept saying no, or just it was hard to coordinate schedules? Initially, when I had contacted Anchor, they said, well, we can promise you... Keith Greger, we can promise you Mark Carpenter, but we cannot promise you Fritz yeah, Maytag. Sure. And a, so he's I a very kept, private man, I suppose. He, is, he doesn't yeah. do a lot of interviews. No. And yeah. there's only a few. The, the few that are on YouTube are very short, very. And when we actually finally got the final approval, you know, we went in there and we got 90 minutes of his time uncut. Yeah. And he was very, I thought, open and upbeat. And um, 
I'm not, I don't want to say too much because I want people to watch the the movie. But like, I just I thought one cool part he was and, and Brendan, you just asked a cool question about him being around San Francisco in the '60s, mm-hmm. and did he fit into the counterculture? Right. And I don't want to talk about the answer. I want people to watch it. But I thought that he was an open guy and said some things I didn't really expect him to say. So it's interesting to hear how quiet he is and reserved. Mm-hmm. And then watch him on this interview where he really opened up. I thought it was great. It, it was amazing. Uh, as a brewer, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I mean, I have a chance to sit down with Fritz Maytag for almost two hours. Is uh, yeah, a surreal experience. That was definitely the highlight of my one of the highlights of my career so far, just to hang out because you know I, I, don't, I think he's a great American. He's up. There. I mean, like if you're a techie, it's almost like you met Steve Jobs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it was kind of like that vibe. You know, I'm like this yeah. guy is so influential and has such a massive impact on what we do for a living or what I do for a living. That it was, uh, it was, it was amazing to sit down and just shoot the shit with him, drink yeah. a beer, drink some Ankerstein with uh, both Keith and uh, Fritz. Yeah, we all look up to him. So yeah, yeah, he should because he's a he's a great American. Yeah, he's a great. <laughs> Does he have to pay for Anchor Steam still? Now uh, that he stopped I mean, working there, uh, he probably doesn't. He's got plenty of cash now. So I don't, I, if he had to, he probably would. I he mean, yeah. probably would. Yeah. Do you think he regrets selling when he did? No, I think he, I think no, he should have waited like not. five years. Get a billion dollars. Oh right. I don't think oh, so. No, you know what I mean. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, get I, th- more I mean, money. he was. I'm not Get privy to his financial scenario, but I mean, sure. he made. I mean, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> well, he's okay, he's sure, but right. you can always be better than okay, right? Well, uh, but with Fritz, he was he yeah. already was heir to the to the Maytag, right? right. Yeah, he's washed dynasty. Machines. So Jeez. even before Anchor, he was okay. Yeah, and then I'm and then I think Anchor itself, even while he was an owner. Did okay. Oh yeah. And then when he got sold, so I hear what you're saying. Like, would he have gotten a bigger payout? Yeah. Maybe, but also maybe he doesn't really fit that bill. Like, maybe Anchor doesn't fit that bill that they're looking for. I think he sold at exactly the right time. It's my opinion. I, I agree. You guys, I'm not privy to it, but I mean, um, he was honest about it. He said he wanted the right group because yeah. it is an iconic brand, uh, an iconic brewery. Um, it's not just like selling off to make. More money. I mean, he always he called himself the caretaker of Anchor Brewing Company, so yeah. the curator, I think it was, what the term he used. So really, it wasn't about like just selling for the biggest buck. It was finding somebody who could uh, really honor Anchor Brewing Company in the future. Yeah, uh, that was my impression I got from him. So monetary issues aside, um, that seemed to be one of his primary concerns. And he talks about that in the movie, so you get to Does you, okay, can go, good. you can go watch it. He you know, he doesn't go into into it too deep, but he mentions a couple of the criteria that were important to him. That's and, true. and I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um so it's good. Let me just mention now, uh, if you want to call in and, and talk to these guys, it's triple eight four oh one beer, eight 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 four oh one beer. You can call in and talk. Bevo will take your calls and put you on through. And then I also wanted to mention that there's a Kickstarter campaign to uh, uh, uh Indiegogo campaign. Uh, whatever, they're the same thing. <laughs> Indiegogo campaign to get the, the, the film released, right? Is that what the deal is? Right. Yeah, okay. they can actually go to brewersbythebay.com and I'll redirect them. To there, brewersbythebay.com. And then there's different levels to get tickets. Is right. that basically what's happening? Exactly. Okay, cool. And and that's to help actually get the movie in front of eyeballs? Is that what the, the Indiegogo's for? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, all we need is 125 people to purchase about uh, the $40 ticket. Oh, okay. Which... 
you know, so I that you can rent a theater and and do a release. Is that all? It exactly. Is? Oh, that's cool. And that's all we need. That's that's pretty modest, if you ask me. So. No, listen. The people who come on the show with their Indiegogos and their hundred and fifty thousand dollar <laughs> campaigns, this, this is like a breath of fresh air right here. Uh, a few tickets to sell. That's nothing. Nothing. Um, okay, so go check it out. You can go to brewersbythebay.com and it'll redirect you. Did I get that right? You got it. Okay, yep. and then you can buy tickets basically there. And once you get to a hundred and twenty or so, then you can book a theater. Is that what the deal that's is? That's it. Okay. Yeah, we need, we need 5000 bucks. Cool. So you're hoping to release, what, next month or, or the month in after? In May. Okay. Excellent. Well, I recommend people go see it, especially if you're from San Francisco um, or even the greater Bay Area. Because So the parts I found most fascinating, and maybe this is because I know a lot of the brewers and, and their stories already. You sat down with a couple of uh, brewery historians, and they just went for it with this rich history of San Francisco beer, like back from the gold rush. And you hear all these beer names that you know, but you didn't know that they were associated with San Francisco. No. Uh, at least I didn't. Like Bergy, hams, yeah, right? Hams. Because Rainier it was, was Rainier. Rainier. I had no idea. Because it was part of them, their, you know, their attempt to expand uh, their breweries into these areas. And so their names I had heard, but I had no idea they had a connection with San Francisco. And that part was really cool for me. Definitely. Definitely. I would imagine if, if I'm you and I get a hold of these guys, I don't know. In fact, I'd like to know how you found these guys. And you sit them down. You, I would have just sat back there with my hands up around my head going, oh, this is gold right here, guys. Just keep going. Just keep talking. Because they were so good. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, Justin. The, one of our main historian, historians, uh, Tom Jacobs. Yeah. This guy. So this guy is actually a wine connoisseur. He's a dentist by trade. Okay. Oh, yeah. All the good ones are. <laughs> right. Of course. Although this guy doesn't like beer. Oh, so he, he likes wine. Okay. But he, he is a San Francisco beer historian. That is his, Who doesn't his, like his beer. hobby. Who does not like his beer. And he only collects things up until around the 1906, you know, kind of. But you go, he has a, a very nice, very big home in San Rafael. Okay. And it, it, I'm not going to give you the address because there's no lock on the door. <laughs> but it, it's filled filled with San Francisco beer nirvana. And these things, you know, I mean, there was you know, the 1906 earthquake and great fire. There was prohibition. There were yeah. all these natural occurrences that happened that destroyed much of this memorabilia. Okay. And so you really cannot find the stuff anywhere. And, I mean, he has, he has reverse glass beer signs that, you know, are painted on the inside. And then, you know. That's amazing. And this stuff came from the 1800s. And yeah. even in the 1880s, there was a major earthquake and, and fire, you know, even before 1906. Okay. And so the fact that, I mean, his, his collection is worth well over a million dollars. Wow. I mean, he paid $10,000 for a lithograph that's no bigger than, you know. I don't know, like three by five. I mean, it's it's pretty like that's like that's like two fillings though, Doc. That's, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, but, yeah if you can charge that to insurance. But yeah. I mean, I'm not sure where he found this stuff. I mean, it's it, you would it, you go in there and it is gold. Okay. I mean, it's you wow. you're flabbergasted and you just you you look at the stuff and you're like, I want to take some of this stuff home and and he's like, I'll let you take pictures, but you right. cannot distribute the stuff outside of the outside of the film. Okay, the stuff I I paid a lot of money for and. What's his deal with the I don't drink beer? I mean, how, how do you spend all that money on, on the... Yeah. Not that you have to drink beer, I guess, to enjoy the history, but it but, does seem a little odd. Your hobby should be at least along the same lines. Right. Yeah, right. Like he's not the San Francisco wine historian, right? right. He's the beer story. Did, well, maybe did he say anything about that? Or? He, he just thinks that he doesn't like the flavor. He doesn't, you know, he's not keen on... But, Which I think is kind of you know ridiculous, if you ask me. But but I guess as a historian, it doesn't really. It's a rich history, and it's a it's a very human history. So mm-hmm. I, I guess you don't really have to like the product to like the people and and what it did for society. 
Well, just like our show. Right. You just like the story. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and you see his collection, and he has artwork. Yeah. It's artwork. It's okay. artwork. They're okay. photographs. It's about people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and he actually has one of the original recipe books from from the John Whelan Brewery okay. before it actually went down in flames in 1906. Wow. And I've been begging this guy. It's like, can I please see a copy of this and let my, my good friend Brendan Doble look at this and maybe recreate it or something? And he's like, oh, no, no. This is, you know... For private eyes only, and really, he's, he's not letting any of this stuff go. That's wow. the weird, that's the weird part. Yeah. Like if you, right. you you have it, just it's it's very. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know Howard Hughes or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very like yeah. it's very. I'm gonna buy right. this. Nobody, it's or it's like that douche who owns the only copy of that Wu Tang album. Right. Nobody else is <laughs> nobody gonna ever hear it. And yeah. in fact, yeah. I might even delete the shit. I have no idea. <laughs> right. But nobody else can hear it simply like because that, I can yeah. afford. To 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 have it like why not share that history if you if you're into sharing exactly. history give it up boo put it up yeah. write a fucking blog everyone has a everyone has ten, well, you know, I have twelve blogs he, put them on one of them he anchor. paid the money to see it right. he didn't pay the money to see it though charge me a dollar <laughs> well anchor is really maybe, maybe he'll do it then to you know to, when they open up their new uh, brewery in the next couple of years they're anxious to to see his collection to acquire some of his collection for the new facility and oh yeah right. it's like no I don't think so. Wow! Whoa. So it's not it's even to the Anchor Museum, right? Yeah. And look at it. How did you find him uh, online? Okay, yeah. you just, did you just search beer historian or, or chat roulette? Chat roulette. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw way too much of him the first time. You know, was... <laughs> did you swipe right? What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Tinder historian. Well, <laughs> funny you mention that, Justin. But uh, no, I just I typed in San Francisco breweries. I mean, I I probably did well over a hundred hours of my own history. You know, knowledge. You know. Research and and I personally found very very little because of all these major accidents. You know, mm. the only information that's available is what people want to actually put up there. Yeah, and if there's nothing up there, if nobody wants to put anything up there, then it's not going to show up. And it's it's really kind of a shame because I mean there is so much history that we really I mean we could have turned this thing into a mini series. Right. And the amount of the amount of artifacts this guy has. I mean, countless. Countless. I mean, he has rooms just filled. Well, you could at least put them on hoarders. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially if he's going to be a dick about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As a concerned citizen, just report him. No, I, I really, I, I really enjoyed him, and and it was yeah, it was definitely. part of the the yeah. movie that I I really just focused on, and I thought it was cool history. And then you have another historian who does a, a similar thing, and and both of those parts I just thought were fascinating because um, they they really talk about what what went on before and get up into the present, which is, sounds like the idea of the film, right? You, right? you didn't just want to cover San Francisco history, you want to talk about it now. Right. So the Brewers Guild, for example, which becomes a big part of the movie, yeah. is, is relatively young, right? We're talking the 90s, isn't it? Well, the San Francisco Brewers Guild? It was actually formally made in 2003. I but see. I, but as, as a brewer, the whole point of it, not the whole point of it, but in 1996, there was a convention in San Francisco put together by Brew Pub magazine. And that was sort of the genesis of the idea of a Brewers Guild, where we all, the people that were in San Francisco brewed a beer called Duplicale for this convention. Uh, that would be like Thirsty Bear, Magnolia, 21st Amendment, and some others. And uh, so they brewed this beer, and then the Brewers Guild became a loose, basically coming together and have a few pints every once in a while, where okay. we're like, hey, <laughs> we're having a guild meeting over at uh, Gordon Bears, you know, and so we get together and drink. Okay. That emerged into Meet the Brewers, but uh, the first formal creation of it was 2003 of the San Francisco Brewers Guild. Okay. All right. 
And now the guild is bigger than ever, of course. Bigger than ever, yeah. Um, Doubled our capacity and all that. So I like that you guys talk about some of that. And then you sit down, and and it's not just history. You end up sitting down and and interviewing brewers Mm -hmm. uh, in in some of the breweries that we all know and love. And if you're from the rest of the country, some that you might not have ever been to. Um, And so here's something I wanted to ask you, Jared, because I find that, especially since you're covering the the whole history, and I know how long it's taken you to do this movie. I don't know how many breweries have opened <laughs> up in the last two years, but too many. I, I would have thought you were almost wrapped, and then and then it took some time for editing and all these things that happened in the background, and you're like, well, shit. Now if I release this this movie, I'm behind the times. At least right. I'm putting myself in your shoes. That's what sure. I would have felt like. Sure. So what did you do? Because you you do mention all these new breweries, right? So uh, yeah, I mean, there was a point where I'm like scratching my head. You know, I'm, I'm I was actually at the point where I was I was looking for an editor. Okay, you know, and editing yeah. this thing, you know, as I mentioned, we had 190 minutes with Fritz Maytag alone. Yeah. And then with a lot of these other guys, we had, you know, 60 minutes. We had 40 minutes. The, you know, Sully with, you know, with Nico was, you know, close to close to an hour. Oh, because those two don't shut right. the fuck yeah. up. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Thankfully, Sully had some place to be. I mean, he... With the, yeah, with uh, the I, yapping yeah. and the cans yeah. and, the, and the cute little, oh, we were friends and we booed together. Oh. Well, actually, we were chemistry partners. Making and spit bombs. Yeah, and, you know, the two of them. story. So a lot of these guys don't really shut up, you yeah, know, which is yeah. fine. I mean, it's, it's great, but it also creates a problem where how do I cut this down to a 90-minute piece? Right, you know, I'm trying yeah. to tell a story... And and really, what it came to is that you know once I finally found an editor, it's like okay, well now that I have an editor, let's let's try to make it relevant to the original members of the San Francisco Brewers Guild. Okay, and you know there's so much more history that's you know as we were creating the film that's going on now that's being made as we speak. Yeah, but the initial members of the Brewers Guild really, in my opinion, really inspired a lot of these you know these new fresh young brewers. Of course, yeah, who are popping up everywhere and. And they're doing a great job, and, and at, at some point, maybe in the next 10 years, they deserve their history being told as well. Yeah. But for now, you know, the, the, the original members, you know, that started off in the, in the late 90s, and everybody that we interviewed started off in the late 90s. Okay. You know, and, and their stories are very relevant and very, you know, this is how we came about, this is why we're here, this is, you know, where we think the industry's going. Yeah, they're a big part of this team. They're very, yeah. Without them, I don't think, you know, we'd have what we have now sure. in, in San Francisco. I sometimes call it the second wave, you know. Now, yeah. No, this is the third wave. This is the third. So I think the first wave would be in the 80s. Okay. You know, with like, the industrial. Uh, Sierra Nevada and oh, Anderson Valley way. and stuff like that, like the originals, mm-hmm. um, the OGs, if you will. And yeah. then, um, and then we go into the late 90s, there was a massive explosion like we were, we're experiencing right now. Um, and then it somehow kind of tapered off, which is part of the reason we put together the Guild, because we were, we were losing at one point more breweries than gaining. And uh, a lot had to do with, like, people's – well, we're competing against the wine industry. Yeah. You know, spirits industry is strong also now. And people – it's great. Um, but in our minds, you know, San Francisco is a beer town. You know? mm-hmm. And so that's kind of – we were like, let's form the guild because we need to collectively – uh, promote ourselves yeah. against these other wonderful products, wine and spirits. You sure. know? And so that was a big part of it. And so – but. Let so me, the guild came together, and now we are getting to this point where we've, we built the culture, I think, to the point where the platform is set, and now it's exploding. You know? yeah. so now I call this the third – in my mind, and people may disagree with me, but in my mind, it's the third wave. Right? I think that makes sense. And I think about that, too, and I want to ask you this because I think about that 90s wave and then ultimately bubble mm-hmm. right, where we yeah. lost a lot of breweries. Exactly. In, 
you know, I wasn't around drinking a lot of local beer then, so, so to me this is a lot of hearsay. But a, a lot of what people said it was that it was a quality issue, too, that um, people got into the business for money, and, and they either didn't make the money they thought it was going to be, or, or they didn't focus on the beer first. And if that's true, let's just assume for a second it is. The current wave of new beer seems to be so good to me. Such you know, Of course, there's the occasional rotten egg. It's going to happen. But overall, I think the, the, the level of beer making is so much better that we might not see the same burst as we did back in the 90s. But I'm curious what you think. Well, I can't speak. Well, I'm not going to say that the beer coming out of San Francisco during the 90s was uh, not up to snuff. But, okay. But I do know that maybe on a regional and a national level, there were a lot of breweries. People assumed it was a, it was a, a concept more than a, a passion. For yeah, yeah. So that definitely happened. Um, I'm not going to didn't. I don't think it necessarily happened in San Francisco. But okay. That again is a subjective opinion. Um, but uh, what's happening now? Obviously the. It does seem that it's much more adventurous. I mean, I mm. think the American palate has evolved, and I think as brewers we have to you know, adapt to that or, yeah. you know, or, or at least you know, meet it. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at your bottle selection here, and you look at the packaging, you look at the, the direction the brewers are taking you know, within the bottle. You know, it's just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and uh, the fact that you, if you can actually sell it, that means <laughs> America has, has become a better place. And I think that was kind of what we all is – Early craft brewers want to do is make a better place. America, yeah, America, make, make, make America a better place through craft beer because you know. Amen. And I just think you know. It. And uh, it's sometimes you, you got to remember these things because there was a time. You know, I'm old enough to remember these things when uh, you know it wasn't the norm, and now it is the norm. So it's like the new normal is good beer. Yeah, that's pretty bloody incredible. Yeah. So. We did it. We did it. You did it. We accomplished it, you know, and that's wonderful. You know, we still have ways to go. I mean, we still a minority um, yeah. market share. I hope so. I just opened this goddamn place. <laughs> <laughs> if there's another bubble, I'm in trouble. No, no, uh, no I don't think. Start it, I don't think of it in terms of bubbles. I think eventually. I think we're actually kind of in a. Um, the companies will come and go, obviously, but I think that more importantly, the palate for craft beer. Um, I don't think there's any going back now. That's my personal opinion. I'm biased, I, obviously, but no. I so when I think about it, and I start to worry about changing trends and things like yeah. that, because we are still competing with cocktails and other. Sure. You know, this, that's what I come back to is that there's no way our palate. Yeah. I shouldn't say no way. It's it's very difficult for me to see our palate reverting back to not wanting something uh, that's all barley. Uh, that's an all malt beer that has hops that we can taste. Like I do think that that evolution is just that. It's an evolution, not uh, not a trend. So at least that's what I tell myself when I can't sleep at night. Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, this is an evolution, not a trend. Well, and, oh, you the, know. Then this, I'm betting against you, Justin, because I'm really hoping that that happens again. <laughs> the scary part is that beer drinking overall is down. But people drinking better beer is up. Is it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, that that's the shift that that kind of scares me a little bit. Even though I don't I don't have a you know dog in this race. At well, all. You, well, you everyone's everyone's Man, brewing sorry. pilsners now, you know. And so I think that you have I to love you it. get you get a craft right. pilsner. I think Russian River made a pilsner. Oh um, yeah, and, and I just had one um, a moment ago. From Fire Iron Springs. Springs. Fire yeah. Springs. Iron yeah. Springs brought yeah. a pilsner. Obviously, Firestone Walker has an amazing one. So that it would be the natural reaction to the market. Uh, just brew a better pilsner than you know international light lager. You know because that's really 
because what is it? What are you, what are you 14, 20%? I forget. Oh, now. not even, I think. So. Whatever the market is. Yeah. So we have 80%, 80% of the world doesn't want to drink sour beer. So Yeah. So well, that means so that basically means we got to brew uh, something that they're approachable. But you can do it in the right way. I brew Pilsner at Thirsty Bear because, one, I like it. And two, um, it can be done right. Yeah. You know, and so... And it can be full of flavor, and it can have a huge amount of hop aroma, and all these wonderful things that you want from a good craft beer can be found in, like, Pilsner. And it's also one of those things where people just say, I just want, well, a golden, refreshing beer. You know? yeah. And so, and that's 80% of the market. You know, they want that. So you give it to them. But you give it to them in a better form. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. Well, but, if, and yeah. if I can also make a comment to that, too, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that, that Kushel from Speakeasy had actually mentioned in the interview is that it's about the quality of the drunk. You know, it's laughable. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, but if you're, yeah. if you're drinking a good quality beer, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know, if you drink something like Budweiser, well, you know, you're... <laughs> I feel worse about myself. Or, you know. That's why I like Modelo so much. I, I will liquor. say, I, I, went, I went to a friend's wedding in Mexico last year, and we just drank for a week, and we did not drink quality beer. And I've never been so, hung, so hungover in my life. I think it definitely affects your hangovers, that's oh, for sure. Yeah. You feel like crap, yeah. you know, but you're drinking a good quality, well-made beverage, you yeah. know, well-made beer. And you're going to feel good while you're drinking it. You're going to feel good when you wake up, hopefully. And, well, you know, better than I did. <laughs> you know, better than I did. In Mexico. <laughs> hopefully, didn't offend anybody. That, yeah. you know. In fact, I'm going to write a book called Better Than <laughs> I, I Did in Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> and it's going to be about all the things that are. It could be anything. Any topic. Craft beer, a better <laughs> hangover. <laughs> Prostitutes, yeah. car mechanics. Better than I did in Mexico. A lot of things. Every time. A lot of things in Mexico you can cover there. Brandon, how long have you been brewing beer? Uh, professionally, about 20 years. No kidding. No kidding. Oh. I got my first job in 1996 at a uh, place called Monterey Brewing Company, which is, ironically enough, in Hunter's Point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a bunch of old dairy equipment, and, um, and uh, what the hell did that brewery? He bought it from a brewery up north, like Mad River. Okay. Um, yeah, and it was called Monterey Brewing Company. It failed in Monterey. He bought the equipment. Um, and we put it in a warehouse in um, in Hunter's Point. Yeah, and, and made try to make uh, these beers. It lasted about six months, and but that experience got me into the Americas Bre- American Brewers Guild. Okay, so I went. And you didn't I went get stabbed. I didn't. No, 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 no. Did I get stabbed at Hunter's Point? You mean? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, good. It's all good. I mean, it's funny thing about Hunter's Point is there's like beaches down there, and it's like. It's, yeah. Yeah. I just they're, they're, go. they're going to uh, redevelop it. It's not going to be Hunter's Point anymore. It's a side, a side thing. But the, behind the warehouse, there was a beautiful sandy beach. Oh, it's no be kidding. Praise Point. No, they have to change no, the sh- like actually, Cove or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be called... Sunny Shores. The Shipyard is actually the redevelopment name for it. That's so, a good name. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, that's yeah. the first job I got uh, okay. back in 1996. Okay. We, you know, and the sad thing, it's like Hunter's... I forgot the guy's first name, but Hunter was his last name. You know, now it's like, okay, you're going to go there and you get hunted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it does feel that way. I mean, you call it Prey Point, and that's more, <laughs> it's more accurate. It's very empowering. Yeah. Yeah. The Albion Brewery is out at Hunter's Point, and I've been in that building, actually, and that's right. something that's featured in the movie. Uh, it's something I didn't know about. It's a really cool building. If you ever come to San Francisco and you get a chance to see it, uh, I got to see the inside of it because we were working on the TV show back then, and uh, he had dug, well, you'll, you'll see it in the movie, but he had dug these uh, caves, basically, below the brewery uh, to store beer, to lager beer, I would assume. Um, and get water. And then get water. They ultimately <laughs> fill 
filled with water. water. Yeah. There's a lot of legends now about like parties in the 60s that happened in these <laughs> in these caves that sound awesome to yeah, me, Yeah, there's by the pictures way. of naked hippies in the, in the pool now, and it's right? like straight out of Lord of the Rings. It's man, so because cool. It's like, it's like this cave filled with water. Yeah. Cave of Wonders. It's a trip. Definitely, uh, well, I hate to say this, but Google it and yeah. look at it because the images from New Albion or Albion. Albion, yeah. From Albion, Albion Brewing Company. Albion, sorry. <laughs> Brewing Company. It's a beautiful building. Yeah, and it it's, is. And it's, it's like, you know, masonry and it's got, it's just dug, they dug, I don't know how many feet, but it's got a well on it. Yeah. And he brewed beer. He brewed English style ales. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. He did ales. 1890, that was, was that what it was? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But it's an incredible place. Well, you can learn more about it if you watch the movie, and it's just a, yeah. So we have a, a rich history here. I'm glad somebody tackled it and uh, and actually got it out there in front of us. Uh, so you can go to brewersbythebay.com right now, and you can buy your tickets. And as soon as they reach uh, the limit, there will be an official release uh, in San Francisco, I would hope. Yeah, um, nice, guys are getting the there. <laughs> uh, hoping for May. And we'll get all the beer nerds like us out there and, and check it out. Uh, go to brewersbythebay.com. Um, guys, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank, thank you. And yeah, thank you, Justin. Real fast, the, my favorite part of the film, Fritz Maytag. Yeah. Talking about how he came up with the term microbrew. Oh, oh. yeah. And that right. Don't give too much of it I'm away. Not going yeah. to, I'm not going right. to. It's, it's a great nugget. It's he's, he's never dropped it on our show before. Yeah. Mark Carpenter's right. never dropped it on our mm-hmm. show before. And I hope they both break their hips because of this. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't give us the scoop. Right. But yeah. it, was, it was like, it was so just, and he just drops it in super matter of fact. Like, yep. This is just yeah. what it is. And you're kind of like sitting there and he's still talking about some other thing of anchor history. And you're, you're kind of going, wow, this is. This is really where it happened. This yeah. man was li- really the hub of everything, and you you hear it, you hear it, you hear it, but until you hear what he did, and he actually came up with terms and yeah. the person and beer he style. got it from, who was his friend, right? According yeah. to the interview, fascinating stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah. amazing. He's Dude. kind of a baller. He's pretty iconic in his own right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you ask him what uh, his thoughts were on indie beer? No, so, I wasn't there. It wasn't me. Not you. I'm not even talking to you. Oh, He's sorry. just cross-eyed. When are you going to oh, learn? We don't, want, we don't want to piss him off. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> indie beer. Yeah, that's the that's the new craft beer. Is it? Because is that oh, because right. oh, yeah. he got online and said, I "Craft is no, dead. Craft is craft dead. Is dead. <laughs> so now it's indie indie beer. beer. Oh, I guess come on. let the fourth wave begin. <laughs> I, I think Indev owns craft now, right, guys? I mean, is that what right. it is? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I don't like it at all. I hear that. It's a little too hipstery. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's everything that, that beer shouldn't be. Right. right. It's everything that, that I didn't like about craft beer. It's douchey. now just concentrated <laughs> right. in indie beer. But it's here's douchey what, now, and starch I, collar. Oh, now, oh, I can see its place. I see if it's not just somebody being a hipster who came up with it, it's because maybe because breweries are getting bought, right? And so right. there are still there are it's independent breweries, and then there are... What you could, I guess, still call craft breweries that are seventy-five to one hundred percent owned by Anheuser Busch. Can I raise my hand here? Et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> you can just talk. Yeah, whatever. Why can't we just call them microbreweries? Why can't we call them? Why can't we just call them breweries? Right. Yeah. But this is well, what I'm saying. Volume. This is why I'm, well, yeah, giving yeah, it, I'm giving it one point of of credence here. Is okay. that so? Ballast Point is still a microbrewery, but they're not an independent brewery, for example. Right. So that's where I'm saying maybe that's where this indie brewery thing is coming. I guess, but then but then you have the thing like Southern Tier or like the the conglomeration that Oscar Blues is part right. of buying another brewery. So mm. they're all technically mm. craft unquote breweries. Yeah. But they're 
just not a giant either. Well, it's kind of like the black IPA. You know, what do we call this thing? You know, Cascade Ale or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I don't know if you like that beer over there, but <laughs> was that what a black IPA? <laughs> no. I don't know. It's an American black ale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you love it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's independent. It's all marketing. It's yeah. all marketing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Market. I drank it all. Yeah. 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 Before I knew what it was. Yeah. I'm ready for a refill. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the program. No, go to brewersbythebay.com and check it out. Support it and uh, go out and watch it. And then I'm sure after the release, for those of you listeners who are not in the state of California, uh, there's going to be some sort of online version you're going to be able to pay for or check out or something. So uh, stay tuned to Brewers by the Bay, right? Very cool. You got it. Yeah, there's actually on the on the Indiegogo page, there is a, a section if you want to pay. I think it's like $1,500 for a perk. I'll come out and bring my 20-foot screen and my HD projector and show this thing off. And wow. Oh, that's cool. 1500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Plus airfare. That's including yeah. airfare. That's <laughs> all-inclusive. All inclusive. All right. Yeah, some, and, some listener in England right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere in the country. I, 2500 uh, bucks gets you anywhere in the world. Yeah, you think this guy yeah. has a passport? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for one right now. <laughs> Pretty sure you're on the do not fly list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, hey, we're going to play a game after the break if you guys want to stick around yeah actually you you need why not i'm drinking yeah we're gonna play a game that we like to call rate the rate beer game okay uh, where you're gonna have to guess the rate and listen we don't like rate insights either Uh. so this is how the game came up uh we're more guessing what the idiots who who rated these things based on the label uh based yeah or whatever (laughs) else so uh stick uh, stick with us when we come back we'll do the rating game we're gonna take a short break uh thank Thanks to Brendan Doble and Jared Stutz. Check out Brewers by the Bay. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. In my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, 
and SantaClean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star Treatment today. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. session. 
All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to the guys from Brewers by the Bay who are still with us. They're going to play the rate game, the rate beer game uh, that we're about to do. Before we get to that, uh, don't forget about our good friends over at Great Fermentations, beer and wine making supplies. You can go to greatfermentations.com right now and check them out. And uh, they got all sorts of uh, great brew kits that you can check out. Uh, plus, they're the uh, biggest online retailer of Blickman products that you'll find. So you can get your Blickman stuff, which, by the way, Blickman has just been going nuts in the last couple of years with great homebrew equipment. And uh, they have the largest catalog of his products on the web. They provide same-day shipping on some of the main items. And a lot of vendors take up to three weeks for that. So uh, you might want to check these guys out if you're a Blickman fan or if you want to see some new stuff. The staff is also some of the best trained using Blickman products, and they offer top-notch customer service. So if you're looking for a new homebrew shop or if you just didn't remember that uh, Great Fermentations is a Blickman master uh, homebrew shop, go check them out. They even carry the new Anvil line of brewing equipment, which is uh, oh. Blick, with Blickman is behind. And John Palmer, too. Um, that sounds heavy duty. Yeah, the Anvil yes. line of brewing equipment. Go to greatfermentations.com right now. Why do you sound like Castiel from Supernatural? Right? I'm sick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I have something going wrong inside me. Uh, basically. We can have a Jack Bauer off all day long. Yeah. All right. So I think I got this game all nailed down, uh, except for how to keep score. That's going to be the... Um, I won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Brendan wins. I will win. Every time. Every time. Um, 60% of the time. Every time, 60% of the time. Well, let's play the game here. Live from the Brewing Network studios at the Hop Grenade in downtown Concord, California, it's the Rating Game. Uh, who's that? Here's right. your host, yeah. Justin Crosley. <laughs> now, that's right. I'm your host of the Rating Game here on the Brewing Network. Now, you all know if brewers, uh, uh, brewers either uh, cringe or, or, or don't cringe, or media, the, brewers love or hate this. Yeah. Rate beer sites, rating sites, um, where, where people like us, uh, just, you know, your average consumer, uh, go on, you know, they taste Something the beer, and, no. they, and they go, we've seen you, JP. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh. We just spent a week on a cruise, JP. He's 60% yeah. average. Right. Yeah, yeah, that gets a 75 out of 100 for me. Yeah. 100% of the time, you're 60% average. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky out and all? Yeah. Uh, That's bullshit. Uh, so God. people go on and they rate beers on a scale of 0 to 100, and, uh, we, you know, and I think brewers agree, think it's fascinating sometimes what the score ends up being on some of these beers. Uh, in fact, Brendan, I think, joked before the show that uh, are we scoring the label or are we scoring the beer? Yeah. Are we scoring the marketing? <laughs> you know, what are we scoring here? And sometimes when you read through these, you, you find yourself questioning. The you same read thing. through this, some of these idiotic comments these people put on right. there. Yeah. And they, their score should be cut in half anyway. That's <laughs> half importance. This eight-month-old IPA has no hop character. Well, <laughs> I think you might be uh, interested to find out the scores of the selection of beers I uh, brought you today. So here is the name of the game. Uh, I will list a commercial beer. It'll be one that we all know. Maybe you didn't try it uh, recently, but you'll know the name. We don't pick obscure beers here. We can still rate it. The goal... <laughs> now, this part's important. The, the goal is to pick what you think people rated it. What people rated it. Not what you would rate it. 
Because if you if you give me the answer that you would rate the beer, which I might ask you, but that's sort of off. That's not part of the game. You're probably going to be wrong. So you're trying to remember. <laughs> you're trying to remember the last time you were on a rating site and and what the people were rating things and guess what they rate stuff. And sometimes we get brewers in here who spend a lot of time on the rating sites and man, they nail it to a T. Like they know yeah. how people think. Uh, so you're trying to you're trying to get the score about how how people think, not how you think. Although I'll probably ask you for your rating as a side note because that's fun to to figure yes. out what people do. Yeah. Um, do you have an example? Uh, so an example. Well, sure. Uh, let's do that. Well, you know, an easy one that, that we like to do here. Uh, do we have the actual beer in front of us? Is, uh, no, no, no. Because no. it doesn't matter. Because that would that would mean you would be rating it based on your palate, my, which is I'm, irrelevant. Oh, yeah. my subjective opinion. You, okay. yeah, yeah, we don't give a shit. Brandon. We don't care. <laughs> uh, we're, what we're thinking about <laughs> is what other people rated it. So you're strictly going by the name of the beer. Okay. And you'll probably know the beer. Yep. Um, so that's going to help. Uh, but here, as an example... Uh, um, oh, boy. Uh, we'll go Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, right? So this is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale in a bottle or can. They had to add can now. Yeah. Oh, what about draft? So we'll just, <laughs> you know, we'll go around the room. It's at a zero to 100. Uh, you know, what do we think Sierra Nevada Pale Ale got uh, rated as? JP? I would guess that's pretty popular. Uh, it's been around a long time, and uh, you know they haven't really changed their recipe because people would freak out. So I would say at least a 90, 92. All right. Yeah. Beardy, what do you think? That's what I was going to say. 92. That's yeah. why I hate you. You can choose right. the same score. Oh, we can? Uh, for oh. now. And then I'll explain what the scoring system is. Doc, what do you think? Yeah, maybe even a little higher in the 90s because, you know, it's a popular beer that yeah. everybody has, and nobody yeah. wants to rate that low. So yeah, you're going to get flamed. Like right. yeah, you, exactly. you don't even like Sierra Nevada. Right. So Doc gets it. He's thinking about the right. crowd. Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah. 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 So what do you think? I don't know. Then they wouldn't rate 94-ish, something like that. All right. Jared? Yeah, I, would, yeah, I was going to say about 95. Uh, okay. Yeah. And Brendan? This this game is assuming that you're basically giving somebody a labeled product. They look at it and they drink it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not a blind test. Got it. If it yeah. was not a if it's not a blind test, then yes, it would be the high nineties. Okay. Give if it a- was not in a if it was in a brown bottle. Ah. Okay. But yeah. No. It's labeled. They know exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Give me a number, exact number. Okay, I would say 92 for the sake of this. All right, Jared nailed it. It's rated a 95. Um, But you're all all in the same ballpark, so you're right. That's why this is a good starting beer. This is what people do. So if I were to throw something out like Coors Light, right? Now, Coors Light is a great example of an American light lager, but don't think like that. You need to think about what the people who use a rating beer site would think. And so that is probably somewhere down in the... In four! Fact, I it, give it a yeah. four! Like 52 or something? Oh, I thought it was 70-something. Yeah. Didn't we do that one? It's a four because who L-I- drinks the swill? L-I-T-E or is that like Miller? Two. L-I-G-H-T for the cores. Who drinks this yellow beer? They have a reputation to uphold. Wow, it might not have a rating. They probably pay no, people to uh, zero. It has an overall rating of zero. Oh. 
What does? Coors Light. Light. Really? No one's rated it. Okay. They must have removed that or something. That's weird. You got to be bros, dude. Anyhow, you get the idea. Okay? So you're thinking about how people rate the beer. Now, the way the scoring works is it's kind of like golf. So the higher your score, uh, the better you do. The worse you do. (laughs) So what you're going to do is, in your example, Brennan, you gave Sierra Nevada a 92, I believe. Mm -hmm. It was actually a 95. Mm -hmm. That gives you a score of three. Okay. Uh, Jared would have left the first round with a score of zero. He's still putting par. Uh, because he, <laughs> putting he, par. he Better than it. golf. Yeah. So that's how the score works. It's the difference between what the actual score was and what you guessed it was. And, of course, when the math comes out, that's why I need help. Uh, Are you doing like it. a nine-round uh, course here? Or? All we got is five beers. Carry the you two. want me to keep score? I can do math. <laughs> yes. In your, in you your want head? to keep score? I just need a pen and paper. Um, that's hard to come by around here. <laughs> Um, Unless you want me to just carve it on my arm. How about a dick in your eye? Will that be okay? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, you need a pen, too? Preferably. There you go. All right. Thank you. All right. Are we ready? I already played the intro, so we must be ready. You know, now, ready? I, see, now I see where you come from. <laughs> what do you mean? Put your dick in my eye. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Works every time. All right. Your All first right. beer tonight is... Oh, she's kind of cute out there. Oh, sorry, guys. That's your reflection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of here. Not overly cute. You know, <laughs> Do, doable. <laughs> tolerable. <laughs> you might have a chance. No, you, well, you are taking yourself home. If, so. if I had had a few beers, I'm not going to kick myself out of bed. <laughs> That's true. Let's um, rate it. You'll stay in bed with <laughs> Because you'd be too lazy to leave. That's the beauty of the window. See, it used to be just our my bedroom, and you know, in a house in Pacheco, we had to do the show. And now, every now and then, we get some hot chicks I get to look at. I'm feeling really uncomfortable because right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not because you can't see out the window. No, let's, let's be honest, Brendan. Your first beer tonight is Stone Go to IPA. Mm. Uh, kind of <laughs> new to the scene. A lot of people talking about it. The Stone Go to IPA. Okay. Uh, that's your beer. Um, I'm going to start with JP over here. Uh, what do you think the rating of that beer is? Well, everyone drops loads over stone beers. No, they love them. They fucking love them. And uh, what? Anyways, um, I'm going to say, uh, having never had it, yeah, ninety four, ninety four, a ninety four. Yeah. Okay, um, Brendan. I got it. Yeah, dropping loads, totally on stone brewing all the time. Yeah. I give it 96. 96 wow. bumps it up wow. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. It is a very popular beer. What, what does right it now? take to get to 100, though? Have you had it? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay. But I'm just saying, again, I think it's I because haven't it's seen a 100 point beer. I haven't been playing this game too long, but I haven't seen one yet. Uh, however, is this like BGCP kind of thing? Where like, no, it's, no, it's just normal. Totally they just, average uh, oh, out right. like the yeah. normal consumers. The punters, the punters there, are yeah. out there. But yeah. there's, but you have to assume there's a bunch of people who love Stone and, and taste the Stone up here and gave it a hundred. Yeah, it's probably you know hey, maybe maybe they're in Berlin. Doesn't get any cooler than that. No, it's pretty I, cool. It's gonna like raise their uh, is pretty their cool. beer range. Yeah, you so. speak German, if I remember right. I do. You because did you go to school there? You're from I forget a long time. Yeah, in '97 I studied. 
in Dermans, and then I spent about a year in Bavaria. Okay, that's right. Working at various brewing and malting houses. I almost forgot that. Yeah, yeah. fluent in German. Although your Germans, I've heard you speak it. It's, it's it, I don't mean you're not fluent. You have an accent. That's it's Bayerisch. Ich rede Bayerisch. Okay. Yeah. Ich bin ein Hochdeutsch von der Schule, aber meistens ist es Bayerisch. I always felt like yeah, with you're a like touch Al Pacino with a, with giving a, me yeah. <laughs> German with a touch of Frankish. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe, not, maybe it's more De Niro and it's De Niro speaking German. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, Jared, what do you think? What do you got, Jared? Okay, well, you know, it seems like everybody has an orgasm after, you know, when Stone is mentioned. I'm going to go with 99. Mm. Whoa. Big 99. You're not yeah. cheating over there, I No, haven't. no. Okay. My eyes, I, I need glasses to see that far. So you're throwing that out right away. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting pissy about this, though. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, about it. You know. I'm going lower. I'm going 88. I think okay. it's, it's new, and someone's got to poo poo it for a while. Yeah. Because okay. it's new. So that's you? You're going to poo poo it? Yeah. What did you give it, Doc? I forgot. 88. 88. 88. Okay. Yeah. All right. The beard? Uh, I'm going to stick with 92. It worked so well last time. <laughs> okay. You know, you lost. It was 95 last time, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Can I change? No. Okay. All right. Well, I enjoy a good stone beer. As a matter of fact, I love the guys who, who run the company and, and like most of their beers, too. However, I would not have given this beer the score that it actually has, which is a 99. Wow. 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 Yeah. He is cheating. Stone Goat <laughs> IPA is, is is knocking out a 99 right now. Um, is it because not that many people have rated it? Uh, I could look that up. Wow. It's a good Nine. question. Bebo? So, Justin, you're not what? playing. I don't need to keep track of. No. I'm going to cross you out then. Actually, no, Justin's going to guess a 99. Yeah. Oh, wow. Justin, you got it right. <laughs> uh, let's see um, how many ratings it has. Uh, Stone go to IPA. All of a sudden, it's not here. Oh, you know what? All it just went. Steel. It went down since I looked at it earlier uh, today. Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I swear to God, because I look at, I remember being shocked that it was a ninety-nine. Uh, as of this moment, yeah. it's a ninety-six. Wow! Oh, oh so. Brendan's right. Um, it has 1,025 ratings. Jeez. So oh my gosh. it's getting rated, and as of this moment, it's a 96. Okay, so, so now which number are we going to go We're going to go with 96. You have it's, to. it's certainly possible that I screwed it up, for one, or that it changed. So yeah. what, is the, uh, commercial, what is the commercial description of the beer, by the way? Oh, well. Oh, oh it's right there. Oh, See, so you know your set. Uh, it's no secret we helped create and popularize West Coast-style IPAs since 97, double IPAs since 2000, and triple IPAs since 06. In fact, yeah, IPAs of every ilk imaginable are are our bread and uh, hop butter at Stone Brewing Company. Hop butter. Um, but we'll be the first stuff. to admit that a night of subsisting solely on big IPAs can be a short one. Enter Stone Go-To IPA, our session IPA. Uh, do you want more? Hops. What yeah. do you got in there? Session IPA. Um, do, 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 hoppy beer. No. Yeah, they're probably not going to get that up. Nothing. Nothing? Okay, move on. It just talks <laughs> I'll about take my victory and walk it out of It talks about <laughs> bitter, citrusy, uh, piney flavor. Mm. So, uh, All right. Did you get you getting scores, Beard? Oh, I'm already ready. All right. So well done, everybody. Sorry to strip you away from your perfect well, score, no, no, Jared. Okay. Right. But, uh, and uh, you know what? I should, now I feel like I'll double check everyone after we, after we do it. Um, Firestone Pale 31, my favorite pale ale on earth. Throwing that out there. Okay. Beardy, we're going to start on your end of the table this time. Hail 31. That's got to be really high. Mm. I would think like 96. 
I'm going to go with 96. All right. I have faith in the average beer consumer for for once. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Turning over a new leaf, I guess. <laughs> all right, good. Jesus, you guys are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Doc? Uh, I'm going pretty high on that one. I'm going to go 98. Okay. Jared? I'm going to go with 92. All right. I think Jared spent some time. That's a good number. <laughs> I used to use that one. Brandon? Uh, so we got 96, 98, 92. I'm yeah. going to do a 95. If yeah. that is not available, I will take 95. <laughs> <laughs> it's available. Trebek. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what beer are we doing again? Uh, <laughs> the program in. We're the doing the man. rapist for 700. Oh, I was Trebek. looking up I was looking up dank memes on the internet. Right. What, why don't you listen in to the show? <laughs> no, really what beer were we doing? Palais 31. Ah, maybe okay. you've heard of it. I'm going to I'm going to go lower than all these other fools because I feel like people nowadays need uh, they need to be shocked into mm. tasting something rather than appreciating malt. Mm. So, I'm going to say 91. No, no, I'm going to say 89. Whoa. Oh. Daring. You're, you're thinking of what you scored or what people are no, scoring No, no, what it. people are scoring it. Okay, I okay, think okay. that beer is great, but I don't think it's hoppy or bitter enough 89. to appeal to these idiots who, oh. who spend time on the computer. Lupulin thresholds. All right, well, let me just look it up on the site just in case I screwed it up when I did it earlier. I, think I, I would it. love if it's 31. I think I made a mistake. <laughs> in the name. The official score is. Oh wait, now I'm gonna. Ninety-one. Ooh. Oh, 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 fucker! A ninety-one. God, can I change uh, my answer? That back makes to 91? the closest person, Jared. Yeah, why did I leave ninety-two? Um, God, damn <laughs> it! Although you did okay with your eighty-nine, but I had ninety-one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you Cicero should have fucked out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, you guys ready for this one? I don't, I'm not sure if any of you have had oh, this beer. Good. Um, <laughs> so re- read the description. Yeah. <laughs> Cigar City oh. High Lie IPA. It's their, it's their flagship IPA. It's the one that they put out in cans all the time. Uh, a couple of us might have had it in yeah. Florida. I know I did. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cigar City High Lie IPA. Cigar City recently in the news, of course. Yeah, they got bought. By uh, Fireman Oscar Blues. Well, no, they're a conglomeration now. Yeah, partnership. Well, it's the, probably the finance company owned by right. Oscar Blues. I, I didn't read into it, but it, it's, it's it's essentially Oscar Blues, right? No, it's it's Oscar Blues and a couple other breweries formed an LLC, uh, and, and that alliance bought Cigar oh. City. Yeah. What are the uh, other couple breweries? Is it in the beer news tonight? No, it was in a couple weeks ago when, oh, when, yeah. you know, when the news actually broke. Right. The news yeah. only broke like a week ago. No, I covered it. Yeah, it was last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week. Cigar City got bought last week. Warren, fuck wow. off. I had him going. That I was better <laughs> I than mean, that. weeks ago. Well, you always fucking ruin my shit. Get out of town. <laughs> Sorry. Go hey, scuba okay. diving. You wanted a sidekick. I'm just curious who the other breweries are. <laughs> uh, I can tell you. All right, well, you're going to start with Cigar City High Lie IPA. Fuck if I know. Uh, uh, I'm going to say 89. Just think about it. I have people. no idea. You can make an educated guess on this. Yeah, 89. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Brendan. Again, Cigar City, very popular. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the news right now. Um, it'll, that'll influence people's perception. I'm going to go high. I'm going to give it a 96. Okay. You all know what High Lie is? Does anybody know? I know you You must know. Yes, that. I do. It's you know, martial arts, right? Is that what High Lie is? <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> 
<laughs> fair example like that after of high life? It is high, no, and, uh, high lie. High lie. Yeah, yes, Bebo. It's their example of high life. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? It's, yeah. it's the champagne of yeah. good beer. Yeah, yeah, theirs is the brute of beers. <laughs> <is what it's, laughs> uh, high lie, I only know this because of my East Coast Italian family, is a game, I hope it still exists, it's a professional game much like lacrosse, but with lacrosse, you just have yeah. that net and you just kind of throw it around. It's not that tough. Right. With Highline, it's a hook. It's and a when you swing oh, it, yeah. it hurts. Like, people die yeah. if you get hit in the head. It's <laughs> in the intro to Miami Vice. And you gamble on it. Yeah. it you, it's a game. It's a sport that you go bet on. It's in a court, uh, too. About how many people survive? My Aunt, my aunt Gloria used to, It's in an indoor court like yeah. racquetball, yeah. although it's big. Yeah. Uh, my Aunt Gloria used to love going and betting on Highline. Like, that was it's, her thing. It's, it's a basket game, right? Uh, From the Basque or the Portuguese? I forget. Uh, I think it's yeah. Portuguese. I think it's yes. I don't know which. Like uh, it, I, all sure. I know is that it's it's big in Atlanta. Yeah, it's and big, it's it's big, a gnarly game. Some sort of like basket is involved. But it's a good homage <laughs> to to Florida too, which is why I think they did it. Uh, all right. So anyhow, um, ninety six from Brendan Jared. What do you think? Uh, can I ask a couple questions? Uh, sure. I can't promise any answers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What are the uh, the IBUs? You. Uh, I don't. Know. Okay. Do you have any idea what the cost is per can? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, these are all. These I all believe are... I paid something like, uh, like eleven bucks about for that 10. can. Ninety nine a six pack when oh. I was, when I was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were had yeah. in the can. That is yeah. Different. Yeah. Tasty crack cans. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go pretty high on this one. I'm gonna say ninety nine. Again with the ninety nine. Daring. So I can't figure out who else is in Fireman Capital <laughs> Partners, but they bought a stake and a stake in Dunkin' Donuts in 2014. They oh. are making great choices um, in life. I thought you. I thought you reported on it. <laughs> well, I, but I, I didn't go like through the list of like everybody oh. else. But Fireman Capital Partners are the people. Oh my god! Uh, they also own uh, Salt Lake Brewing Company and Hot um, English Chicks and Hot English oh. Chicks. Union Jacks. Surfside Coffee Company. Yeah, I love that. Uh, some sort of running oh, shoe oh, fucking deal. Look at that. They own a bunch of shit. Then why did the headline say Oscar Blues? Because, because they're, they're because they're it. a part of the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Oscar Blues is trying wow, to diversify. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's smart move. Because yeah. beer companies buying other right. beer companies is what's news right now. It's sexier. Well, and yeah. that's the spin. Yeah. It's better to look like they got acquired by Oscar Blues than, than by, by Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they're exactly. competing with Rogue. You know, I mean. Yeah. Well, we're all a bunch of capitalist pigs, apparently. So it's all good. Well, and they were, right. they were uh, you know, there were rumors that uh, Anheuser-Busch was courting them in Cigar City. They were like, no, 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 no. That is false. And then once they got bought by Fireman, they go, yeah, they totally were trying to buy us, but they never <laughs> gave us an offer, so we didn't sell to them. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I love it. Hmm. Uh, Doc, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Doc? About anything. <laughs> I'm going to 90, 94. Okay. 94. All right. And I'm going to try 92 again. Stick it with 92. <laughs> You'll get a well, real it, it worked out way better for Jared last oh. round. I remember when I used that number. Oh, yeah? yeah. How to do for you? All right. Let's Not see. Well. Not well, no. The actual score of uh, Zagar City. Zagar City. Zagar. Uh, God damn it, website. Uh, is hang on, hang in there, hang in there. Oh boy, it's a <gasps> ninety-nine. Oh, wow. another ninety-nine. Wow. That's insane to me. 
Jared, where's that is your phone? That is <laughs> yeah, right. in my pocket on airplane mode. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. This is driving me to drink. Pass me my growl. I need some beer, too. Maybe I need to start drinking more beer and all. 99. Yeah, yeah. Highlight IPA How with a big, what? fat 99. Uh, commercial description. Highlight IPA pays tribute to the original extreme sport. Highlight, a game native to the Basque region of Spain. There you go, uh, Brendan. You, uh, it's played on a court called a fronten. There you go, Doc. Uh, highlight players <laughs> attempt to catch a ball using a curved mitt, whilst the ball travels at speeds of up to, ready, 188 miles per Whoa. hour. Oh, my God. This is why I'm saying it's off. like a gnarly game. Uh, proving they have a sense of humor, the Spanish uh, dubbed this game uh, with its ball traveling at race car speeds, the merry game. Uh, anyway, Tampa was once home to a busy High Life Fronten, uh, but sadly, uh, the remains of High Life in Tampa Bay area is the IPA. That's it. Great. I do hope it's still in uh, Atlantic City, though. All right. Get a score check? Uh, we yeah. we got two beers left. Our guests are doing way better than we are. Oh, interesting. That's, that's never happened. <laughs> no, unusual. <laughs> um, Doc's bringing up the rear uh-huh. uh, with 20. Uh, I'm not far ahead with 16. JP's got 14. Uh, Brendan has 7. I'm going to that. And Cheater McCheaterson (laughs) has 4. Okay. 4. Wow. Look at the PGA Tour over here. Um, (laughs) All right. If you saw me at my birthday playing golf, I, you know. All right, I brought out an oldie but a goodie for the, for our next beer. And this is one of the beers that uh, was one of my transition beers. Uh, Bridgeport IPA. Oh. You remember that beer? Hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. Great. It's still around, right? Yeah, I think it's still it around. It has to be. Bridgeport is. And I wasn't remember, it bottle conditioned? Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I remember seeing on there that it was bottle conditioned, which I, I didn't know what the fuck that was at the time, but <laughs> it was different. And then I looked it up, and I thought, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, I bought many six-packs of Bridgeport IPA. Okay. I liked that beer back yeah. in the day. Uh, so, Beardy, we'll go back to your end of the... Actually, no, we're going to go to Jared. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. put the pressure on him. <laughs> start right with Jared's. He doesn't have any time on his little right. fancy watch. <laughs> no more shenanigans. on airplane mode. <laughs> go ahead, please. Uh, yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie. I'm going to go with 84. 84. Okay. It's not really too relevant these days, but yeah. okay. it's still damn good beer. All right, Doc, mm-hmm. what do you think? Bridgeport IPA, the old school. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go 92 because <laughs> I'm, I'm swinging all over the place. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, you might as well pick something, right? You got that big swinging opinion. Yeah. No, I didn't even have my mic on for that. Stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> Rookie move. Yeah, Beardy, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with 82. 82. <laughs> that, 92 no? to 82. Yeah. People are trying to copy me. Uh, well, you've. Been getting them all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brendan? Didn't it come out in 1988? <laughs> yeah, there you I'm go. I'm going to give it an 88. 88? Only because it's old school, and, and this is nothing to do with the, with the quality of the beer. Yeah. But, if, yeah. What, it's what people think. Ex- well, what young people think, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with mm-hmm. 88. Right. You know, that's where I look at it. JP? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say 81. Oof. Whoa. Yeah. I'm going to say 81. That's just rude, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope they're not listening right now. <laughs> I know. That's what I feel right now. They're huge sponsors. Right. Yeah. If anyone's oh, like, yeah. We worried about that, too, like at first. It's like, I don't want these brewers. That's why I make I it know. so clear. It's not our rating. Right. It's what we right. think people. What people think, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is another We problem. think their customers suck. Is this a, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever that means. All right. The actual... Damn it. Dude, turn the mic on. Wow. The actual rating of a Bridgeport IPA, Brendan, is 88. Oh. Wow. 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 Not bad. That's right. Who's cheating now? 88. Now, I wasn't surprised by this score because it's what the people think. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, I'd have given this sucker a 97. Right? Well, but really things enjoyed shift. It. Yeah. Because back right, in the day, exactly. that was... Yeah. The high, the high lie, huh? yeah, yeah, huh? of what IPAs could be. Now all the new hops and I think first of all, I think eighty eight's a good score. It's a great score. Yeah, I wish I got eighty eight in school. I think this is fairly accurate for this beer. This mm. might be one of the scores we've seen that I think is fairly accurate. And, okay, and, and yeah, an eighty eight. I would buy an eighty eight beer all day long. Yeah, I think that's Absolutely. a. I think that's a good. And you score. got enough of them on tap out there. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Kevin's doing a great job. Oh, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I dropped my mic, but it's on a stand. Right. No hands. That's it. I'm taking another two months off. <laughs> you, need, you deserve it. I don't need this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's our score check? Because maybe there are people who can't even come back unless there's some obscene uh, difference in score. Well, really, it's only between Brendan and Jared right now. Is it? Um, well, let's oh. let everybody play anyway. Yeah. You're it. Okay. <laughs> what, what are the scores? <laughs> uh, Doc's still behind with 24. Okay. What? I've got 22. <laughs> JP's only one ahead with 21. And we we have now it actually switched. Jared's in second place with eight. Oh. And Brendan has seven now. Oh, with your zero score. Yeah, the right zero there. just swapped it. And okay. I'm a total Luddite, too. So I, I, it's amazing <laughs> that I'm winning this game. I don't know shit about these things. Well, I think you're going to like my next beer. And I threw this one in there, too, because everybody knows it. But I think it's going to be a challenge uh, to figure out what people think about it. And that is Newcastle Brown Ale. Oh, jeez. Yeah, why not? That's going to be hard. Everyone knows it. Imported in America. Yes. Oh, you're fucked. Bottles or cans? Because most of the people who use the rating site, I think, are here. Uh, Just, I don't know. I could pick one. Yeah, just Newcastle Brown Ale. That's a yeah. tough one. <laughs> yeah. I got the, it. The reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 77. I have to go okay. to the bathroom. You I'm just going to jump off. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. 77. All right. All right. JP's coming in at a 77. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? I'll meet you. I'm going to... I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Actually, it's high, Brandon. Come on. I'm going to yeah. scoot farther no, away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, uh, I unfortunately, based on this rating system, I'm going to beat you at, mm. one, at 76. Oh. One under, huh? One under. I like your even though strategy. it's undeserved, um, that's what I think. Like your strategy. Mm. Jared? I'm going to go with 64. Oh, oh whoa. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of beer drinkers out there that don't really know the flavor, that that beer is really popular. Well, you know, I think some people might pick it up and be like, you know, what, what is this? It's not, you know, a it's brown no, It's ale. no werewolf. It's no werewolf. No. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that a Christmas I mean, beer they came out it was with? Like, yeah, like the red IPA <laughs> or some like, shit. It's not it, a, it has been like American Werewolf of London logo. <laughs> well, I mean, they have great marketing. Buy, marketing campaign with the Talus thing with the, you know. Well, Michael Jackson spoke highly of it back in 1976. So, you know. Well, go. we've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he's dead and we're not. So. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Whoa! Hey, <laughs> moving right along. Okay, man. <laughs> Jesus, the negativity. Wow, that's not negative. It's positive. It's, that's, it's, that's it's facts. The most positive thing I've ever said in my life. Okay, we're still alive, <laughs> and I like that. That is facts. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite beers. I know you like this and one. And I think since it's been around such a long time, 
I'm going with what you were talking about, about people just not knowing what this beer should Irrelevant. taste like. Yeah. They're thinking, that's not a brown ale. That's not a Janice Brown. Janet, uh, yeah. No. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, so so I'm going like a 72, probably. Oh. 72? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because mm. people Good just year. don't get it. Hey, I mean, plus, it suffers on the way over it here. Do, it does, too. Man, I've had a, I've had Nuki Brown in, in the old days. I'm like, you know what? I'm sure this is a brilliant beer up in northern England, but Once on a shelf here. in uh, the World Food Market, man, it's just not a good yeah. beer. Well, and that's why I thought what uh, Whole food JP market. asked about called? cans or bottles Whole is actually paychecks. a pretty valid question. I, mm. I couldn't answer it because I don't yeah. know. But, mm. yeah, because then you get it like on tap or in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a solid beer. All the time, Even in bottles, I was drinking that more often than not on the cruise. Okay. Yeah. 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 It tastes great. Well... Actually, when we went to Sierra, they might have mentioned um, that the type of hops that they use. The same kind of hop oil that uh, Miller uses now, maybe? Well, but he mentioned Newcastle in this yeah. particular mm-hmm. case do not are not affected by light. And I think maybe that's hmm. part of the Newcastle brown clear bottle thing. Clearly not part of the Heineken green bottle. <laughs> but I seem to remember when we just went to beer camp, his example was not Miller, well, but I, I, was... Um, I think it was both. Okay. Because they took Newcastle, that... I, think, yeah. I know in Miller, in High Life, they took that compound out of the extract. Right. The hop extract they use. Yeah. And I think he said that Newcastle's doing it now... They didn't always. Okay. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you seem to be the, making things up. The, I don't know. This is the problem with them making us drink so much is that we don't get to remember I know, we don't get all to the things that they told us. We did have a cameraman there. Are you uh, saying that Newcastle <laughs> New has improved the recipe and based on their hop isomerization like compounds to export to America? That is his claim. In the last five years? That is well, his claim. No, the, that is my... That, That's his official claim. <laughs> That's, I will fucking. I'll, I'll bet my life on it. Yeah, I'll bet my life on it. Call Byron right now. Get his ass. Yeah, let's call Byron up at Sierra. Uh, Beardy, what's your what's your number? Well, I'm ever the optimist, so I'm going to say 78 okay. and just be the highest. <laughs> yeah? You are the optimist. All right. Somebody's going to walk away. Listen, we got to have both, don't we? Yeah, we do. All right. Let's find out. Newcastle Brown Ale. I don't like the direction of this show. And, uh, <laughs> I don't like because Justin's period. back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Ouch. How bad? Oh, no. Oh, no. 58. It's going to be some high scores in this game. It's a 35. Oh! oh. A 35. Now, this a is a classic dicks. example yeah, of the style. Is, now, what? this is why this game, right. is this game. Yeah. Because there are, there are times when you just go, what the? What How many saying? ratings? Does it uh, say? Like 2 million? 3,712 ratings gave this beer <laughs> an average of 35 points. And wow. I don't agree with that at all. No. no. Well, you got a little math to do over there now, Beardy. Because that's gonna That's still the same comparison winner-wise, but you guys just went from low scores to high scores with <laughs> yeah. that. I try out optimism, and this is what it does for me. You got to the 18th hole and a couple bogeys and something <laughs> in the water. Join the dark side, Warren. I keep trying to tell you. Yeah. like We all need to take a big, happy vacation. In Newcastle, England. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. 35? Yeah. Is that on the Scottish border? I that's ruthless. Is like that's, Def Leppard comes or something like that? Do they, they should have a lowest <laughs> scores list. They have a highest that's, scores that's list. Sheffield I would actually. love to see a lowest scores list and see what did worse than this I one. mean, that's just fucking stupid. That's, that's rude. I mean, th- th- that's people, again, who don't know what they're doing. They'll grab, okay. a, they'll grab it off the shelf in uh, Safeway. Right or in a liquor store that's been sitting on the on the floor for six months, or has you wipe the dust off the neck, 
It's, but could, do, is that, does no, that happen that's... every single time? I mean, you know. I mean, do you, you, buy, you buy this branded BevMo, which is it doesn't have refrigeration. It sits there, and you buy it, and it's a damaged product. It's in a clear right. bottle. It's, it's expired. It's fucked. By Distri- the way, distribution kills the beer, man. Uh, well, just to just to put a point on the style, though, a lot of brown ales not scoring well. Uh, very few in the 90s, as I'm looking through here, a lot in the 70s. I think it also is something to say for the Acme California Brown Ale. Oh, yeah. I love that Absolutely. beer. 48. Wow. Oh, that's insane. Okay. That now, beer that's is not amazing. something that's suffering over here. So, Well, it's, it's, doesn't, they don't brew it anymore, if that, <laughs> if that helps make your point. Acme doesn't? I brewed no. a brown no. ale North North Bear for a number of years, and we had to let it go because... People didn't like the word brown. You know, and I've heard and, that and from a lot of people. And that's kind of the point yeah. I'm trying to admit, yeah. That people and, like, won't. it's a great beer. It's got some nice malt, toast, um, all these great things about it. It's very sessionable. has a really nice, uh, well, good flavor character. But uh, it so, seems to me that we've gone over to this, what, what you know, Vinnie calls a lupulin threshold and all that. So yeah. it doesn't have a... A, uh, a resinous, piney, you know, like hoppy character, then people don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know, malt forward at this point in time in the craft brewing movement, whatever, is just not what people want. Yeah. Well, what's a I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it is. What's that? Yes, Bevo. Natty Light has a score of 1.05. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you. No, no. Okay. You're not there looking at the okay. right. Let me see. The voice of God it's on rape beer. I know, but sometimes it's when on you rape lo- beer. Hang on, hang on. But, w- There's so w- two different scores. Says the worst beer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for what it is, it's amazing. Uh, but natural it, for I, the worst beer in the world. Oh, it has, it's amazing. It doesn't have a score at all on the. Why? Why are the Anheuser Busch products I'm looking up have, do not have a score? Was why there? Did did rate beer hmm. get a phone call and Probably. ask for their ratings to be like a? No, I, I have a feeling it's just the whole craft beer bro movement. Yeah, that's it. that's not craft beer. Nobody's rated Natural Light. No, I think that it, maybe it's 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 whoever runs that site trying to make a point. Of like we don't allow these products to be rated. Nah, it's I'm, not with, I'm with what here. Justin's uh, talking about. That they I think phone call. No, you think yeah. Big Brother came down? Yeah, I'm with Doc. No, I see it on there. It's but on the rating list. you're looking at is out of five. If you look on the homepage, there's a there's a like rate the beer one to five, which is, doesn't work for this game. Right. And then for some reason, when you look up the individual beer, you get a rating of one to one hundred, and that's mm. that's what we're looking at. But when I'm looking at it here, the, both of the big brands I've looked at. Uh, yeah. Do not have a score. Maybe they. Got, you might be right that maybe the site owners. I don't know, but I I think it's either that or there was a cease and desist mm-hmm. set. Like, oh, don't rate our beer. Maybe AB called up and was like, your site is way too confusing. <laughs> Just pull our shit down. <laughs> right. All right. Well, why don't we find out who won? Starting with our losers, Beardy. All right. So I jumped into last place with that. That, that great round that we just had. <laughs> nice. Uh, with right sixty-five. 65 total yeah. points. Yep. That's a good round of golf, but a bad round of rate beer game. <laughs> right. Whatever, whatever this game's called. Yeah. Um, JP wasn't far ahead with 63. Okay. Farther uh, than you. And then Doc was equally farther ahead with 61. 61. All right. Mm. Hey, the Brewing Network. Hey. <laughs> D-minus is all around. Yeah, good hey. job, guys. Good job. All right. Good. All right. And then Brendan fell back into second place. Oh. That round. <laughs> Sorry. With? 48. A 48. Great score. Yeah. Still 13 points ahead of the nearest <laughs> BN guy. Okay. Um, and then Jared, cheater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Google boy. boy yeah. yeah, yeah. Wins with 37. Oh, hey, congratulations, Jared. 
Thank you, Justin. Well, you know, Dole might be the brewmaster, but, you know. <laughs> but I'm the cheater. <laughs> you know what the people think. <laughs> do you spend time on rating sites? Uh, all joking aside, you did guess really well on, on the ratings of these beers. Not really. You don't. You just... Could you just have a feel for the people? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, doc, I'm a documentarian. Yeah, you know, I, I like yeah, people, what people think. I like what people have to say, and yeah, and I listen to a lot of stories, and you know, their stories are personal and intimate, and I think about just you know, yeah, what they're kind of going through when they're drinking, you know, maybe piss beer or you know, or, or, or good beer. beer, yeah, yeah. Well, we might have to bring you back in, like as a lifeline when we're playing. This. <laughs> right. yeah. like, uh, if you're having, if you're struggling, we'll let you ask Jared. Yeah, there uh, we go. All right. Well done on your victory, thank and you. uh, good game, everybody. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Brendan, Jared, thanks again for coming in and Cheers. sharing your story Cheers. with us. Thank you. Uh, Brewersbythebay.com. Go support the, the movie now, and you can get tickets, um, and then you can go to the premiere, which is it will probably have beer. I hope. Oh yeah, we're going to actually have uh, beer. Yeah, all right. the breweries from the that were actually in the film. They were interviewed, and then we're going to cool. have some beer from some of the new breweries as well. Well, very cool. All right, so it's a good cause to support, and um, also you get some, some beer out of it. Go check it out, brewersbythebay.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do a little beer news and wrap things up. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Hey, this is Brandon from Drake's Brewing Company here to talk to you about our Hop Chef Champion Brewer Competition. Hop Chef Champion Brewer Competition. Fifteen awesome California breweries are joining us on Saturday, April 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. at Drake's Dealership in Uptown Oakland. Each brewery is bringing a tasty brand new beer made with a randomly selected unique ingredient, including everything from ginger to juniper berries. Tickets are just 25 bucks and include a collectible glass, a punch card to try all 16 brews, and you, the beer drinker, gets to decide the winner. Saturday, April 16th, we bring the beer, you be the judge, and see who will be crowned the next Hop Chef champ. For more information, check out drinkdrakes.com. Last year, on the first Saturday in May, 11,000 participants brewed more than 19,000 gallons of beer. It's National Homebrew Day. This year, on May 7th, fellow homebrewers around the world will join in the global celebration of the greatest hobby there is, homebrewing. The American Homebrewers Association encourages you to be a part of this epic brew day. Go to homebrewersassociation.org and click on Big Brew. National Homebrew Day. There you'll find this year's official recipes for extract and all grain brewers. If you're going to host a public event, register it as well. The AHA provides promotional materials like posters, Zymer G Magazine, and display signs. And don't forget to raise a glass at noon central time for a worldwide simultaneous 
previous toast to homebrewing. Big Brew on National Homebrew Day. Be a part of it this May 7th. Visit homebrewersassociation.org for more details. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. At the end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. got to try it on tap at Moylan's. In Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Tampa Bay has become a great destination for craft beer lovers with more than 60 breweries and counting. Like Cigar City, Tampa Bay, and Coppertail Brewing. One of the newest breweries is Four Stacks Brewing Company in Apollo Beach. Four Stacks believes that the West Coast can't have all the fun. So while we feature West Coast beer like Stone, Ballast Point, and Green Flash on tap, we also brew hopped up ales to our liking in the West Coast style, even as they're truly Florida. Come in and see for yourself. Four Stacks hosts monthly homebrew club meetings, bottle shares, and partners with local restaurants for free food delivery while you enjoy your pint in their new tap room. Stop by Four Stacks Brewing and support the greater Tampa Bay craft beer scene at a brand new community-oriented independent brewery four stacks brewing bringing the best of the west coast style and attitude four stacks brewing company in apollo beach florida when i order a beer i want my server to know more about it than i do i want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too i want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style i want a cicerone The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program.
program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Spend that cash! Oh, sorry. I was giving advice on prostitutes at the break there. Uh, welcome back to the program, and thanks for hanging out with us. Once again, thanks to the Brewers by the Bay uh, filmmaker people, guys. Uh, you can go to BrewersByTheBay.com, check it out. They have an Indiegogo where you can buy tickets and go check it out. And then it sounds like there's also a way you can fly Jared out to your house. Now that you know he's great at uh, rating beers, <laughs> um, you can fly him out to rate you. Please do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Oh, he'll rate you. I like beard. He's like, ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was a courtesy laugh. You're looking at me for more. No, no. I was just look. I was actually just looking at you with appreciation. Oh, yeah. What did that look like, Warren? Because I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it. as blurry as normal. Yeah, you and I have never seen it. You, right. know, <laughs> you know what it looked like? It looked like when I was sitting on the other side of the table last week and yeah. didn't have to host a show yeah. and was just sitting out in the bar drinking. Yeah. All of the looks I gave you, yeah. that was a look of appreciation. Oh, shit. Oh. I was so appreciative. Wow. I was even sitting out there, even though I've only talked shit since I've been here, I was sitting out there going, this is so nice. I just, I, I've, I haven't sat in, in my own bar in a long time, and I was just having beers with friends, and you were doing the show, and I was very, very, very appreciative. <laughs> yeah, Good. I really you. was. I really right, was. Well, thank you. Um, Love me! <laughs> hey, uh, we're all going to the uh, BrewCon uh, which Homebrew is the Con. national? Uh, sorry, you're right. Homebrew Con, the National Homebrewers Conference in Baltimore, Oregon. That's where it is, right? Baltimore, Oregon. <laughs> I think so. I will yeah. not travel farther east than <laughs> right. Baltimore, Oregon. Right. Yeah, uh, great city. Uh, <laughs> a lot of trouble. But, Hot uh, chicks. Yeah. No, uh, Baltimore, Maryland, of yeah. course. Uh, over there on the uh, on the west uh, west east east coast, of course. Uh, we're all going to the uh, go to homebrewcon.com. God damn it, and just check it oh, out. Are you having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> Go to homebrewcon.com. Uh, we're going to be there, uh, as always. It'll be our, I guess, 10th year. Uh, it's our 11th year in business, so I think it's our 10th year at the... Oh, no, no, Gary corrected me last year. He said it was my 10th year last year. He's like, you've been coming here for 10 years. Well, it's B&A 11. Yeah. Did you miss a year? See, I got screwed up because I didn't go the first year. I never went the first year. But he still, I think Gary sat in front of me and counted on his hands because that's what you have to do with me. Well, yeah. And it's still 10 years. Well, (laughs) if, if we started in June... Of 05. You wouldn't have been able to go because you, you shouldn't have gone. Right. So I went in June of 06, which yeah. was my first year. See, now I'm going to do what Gary did. So this me. year it would be 10. The 10, yeah. I went in 06, 07, 08, 09, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 was 10. Yeah. Oh. 16 is 11. This right. is what Gary did. you got to count me. zero. Just like my second yeah. grade math teacher. Mm. Right. And I still don't, don't get it. You're right. I'm still over here arguing about, yeah. no, it was nice. Right. 
but my fingers made it. Um, <laughs> it's our 11th year okay. at <laughs> right, National Homebrewers Conference, and that's a Wonderful. testament to how much we love that that festival because yeah. we don't get paid to be there. We enjoy it, and we we get to hang out with our people, and that's always a good time. So please join us there. You can go to homebrewcon.com right now or... Um, I don't or, know the other. Or, I don't like or, the other one because the other one's too long. So just okay. go to homebrew. Kill yourself. Homebrewcon.com. Uh, let me just double check. Thebrewingnetwork.com slash homebrewcon.com. Yes, homebrewcon.com. Homebrewcon.com. Uh, you can yeah. register right now and go. You know what else they brought back was the social pass. Um, and, oh, and for well, a couple awesome. years. Oh, they were, right. Yeah. Well, they were selling out for a couple years because of uh, sociopath capacity <laughs> issues. Sociopath. At the venue. No, that's us. Okay. <laughs> uh, those tickets are, have always been available. <laughs> um, they had stopped doing the social pass where you just can go to the social events at night because they were selling out. But now they've gotten bigger venues. So if you've got a, a, a husband or a, or a wife or a, somebody, a child who's over 21 who would like to just get the social pass, you can get that again. You can get the full pass. Uh, but I do recommend you come and enjoy uh, the National Homebrews Conference with us. Plus, we'll be doing our 11th anniversary party on the Wednesday before. I don't know where yet because we're working on spring fest but we're we're trying to figure that out so come check us out at the uh, national homebrewers conference have you noticed that we're in a lot of, either us or a lot of our friends yeah, are in notice. the uh, pictures i went through yeah. a lot of the Look, pictures. More, more than one picture right on the home page is our friend sardina from oh, yeah. uh society moby moby moby, moby. um Oh, so they've changed it, or maybe it rotates. Well, our picture was in the newsletter. <laughs> oh, that's right. They yeah. sent out right. a newsletter, and it was uh, the Brewing Network table yeah. Yeah. celebrating our... Um, yeah, very clear. That's one way to put it. It was that one split second of time where the cringes on our face almost <laughs> looked like smiles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because we had won again. And did you see David now, Wonder's glare? Uh, oh, no. Oh, that yeah. kid throwing some fucking shade. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Is he a dozer? Is that why he's doing yes. chases? I guess. So, a um, couple of things. You know they changed the rules. All the rules? Yeah. yeah. They changed the Homebrew Club of the Year rules Okay. this year based on, I assume, the, the Brewing Network's dominance in the field of homebrew competitions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not even called Homebrew Club of the Year anymore. For one, they changed the name. Because that was one of the whiny little bitchy fucking things that people complain. How could they be homebrew club of the like really the whole year? Like they did oh. everything for the year, okay. or is it just the, the competition? Like, they, or they just had a lot of people in the competition? Like, was it the whole year? How could it be the whole year? So they changed the name to I think something like um, like best com- actual real club no, that exists. No, like competition club of the year. Something like that. It's close to what? that. Yeah. I don't know. I should know these things because I, I heard about it all before anybody else on the committee. But anyway, they change the name, and then they change the rules solely based on the... You know. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, it was bound to happen, and I'm kind of glad well, otherwise that... It's, it's okay. Either way. It should, it should remember, have. Because remember, at the, after last year, I was yeah. saying... Yeah. Either we're bowing out, or they're going to change the rules, yeah. or I, I wasn't going to make the decision for our club, but I was strongly lobbying for us not to really participate right. if they didn't fix the problem. Because the problem became my fucking problem when I had to listen to everybody. <laughs> so the other thing is, first-round points don't count anymore. 
Which is huge. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. That's and, that's, and that is one of the major complaints that, that people had, and the AHA addressed that. Well, and I think that's been a complaint forever since the, since the days where Correct. there were unlimited entries where people could shotgun 50, right. 50 entries, yeah. and you can still walk away with something even though you didn't win anything in the second round. And that you could send club. them to different regions, yeah. et cetera. Like, yeah. So when you had a large club like... Um, um, Quaff got yelled at for it, not yelled, you know, you know, bitched at by the oh, they got by yeah. the oh, whiners. Yeah, sure. St. Paul's got bitched at by the, everybody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. who sent to different regions, so they didn't come. Yeah. Right. They didn't, yeah. you know, work against themselves that way. Yeah, right. and it's it's playing the game, right? Mm-hmm. So they changed the game. Uh, first round points don't count. Only okay. second round points, which is why I think they changed the name to whatever, like Competition Club of the Year or, or whatever. Um, they, I think they only revert back to first round points in some sort of a tie situation. And even mm. then, there's some other, I don't know what the fuck, but that's uh, a whole thing. So, something a committee member would know. The Brewing Network, as a club, by the way, first round results are out. I don't know if anyone's uh, taking you know, a look. Casey's not here. Oh, really? He's the yeah. uh, the godfather of that guy. shit for us, man. Oh, we might need to take a look at that. That's I'm, a little early, isn't it? I mean, usually it's I th- about this sure time. I saw it like a week ago, a week or two ago, that the results are out. Oh. Um, so I'd like to cool. take a look at that um, just because I'm curious. But then, you know, um, would be very interesting to see the reaction if the Brewing Network wins again. Oh, man. Based on second round points only. I think they might just set the building on fire. Because <laughs> <laughs> we fluctuated in the second round. There are times right. when we've done really well in the second round, and there are times like last year where we didn't really do that well in the second round. Um, and that ha- that's happened with every club. So, for <laughs> example, I think like, I don't know if it was, la- the years get confused for me because I'm getting old, but they- I don't know if it was last year or the year before. I seem to remember like the Austin Zealots did really great in the second round yeah and that was I, last year and yeah, i remember I standing up and cheering for them so much because i'm so proud of them i'm like wow austin zealots i keep yeah. hearing their, and i know a bunch of those people and so i remember being so excited for them and then we won um so in a case like that austin zealots would have taken the the home under, well, I think under one, the new rules they would have they would have won well and i think the they had mainly one guy winning all of their medals, and he won Brewer of the Year. <laughs> well, and that's how Quaff used to win. Sure, right. Yeah. Which, by the way, they never like it when I say that. But uh, <laughs> like, I, I think I, it was a club effort. Well, Quaff's always very cool with us, by the way. So I'm not yeah. starting anything there. I, I love those guys, and 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 of all the clubs who have given a shit, they they don't. In fact, we collaborated last year. Right. But I did go up one year, and, and one of their members was giving me shit. But like, he was joking. He was doing it was. It was a it was a joking situation, and I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, if Jamil would come out of retirement, you guys could win again." <laughs> and I thought it was funny, and they all just stared at me with blank. <laughs> Even the guy who was joking with me, they, it was all blank fucking stares. Uh, yeah, because it's true, and right? We, well, and sometimes that happens, like with the Zealots, and uh, there was a couple other people winning in there, and uh, you know, our first year that we won, Beardy won uh, more than one medal, right? You won mm, a, a couple things in there for us, at least one. I don't remember. I think you won a couple. And that's why we liked you. And that's oh, what happened, yeah. maybe because you weren't a loser. <laughs> <laughs> that one time I wasn't a loser. Yeah, well, that we didn't, one time we didn't know that you are. Well, we've been right. waiting ever since. We thought, well, he showed it once. He's, eventually, he's going to not be a loser again. We've been waiting. <clears throat> right. So am I. <laughs> so I have the first round of winners from Indianapolis. Oh, is it just not oh, all the, not all the I think okay. it's just trickling in. Okay, okay. maybe that's um, what I saw. Yeah, but I don't know. so I? far there's no. Dozers, there's no uh, B and Army folks either. So. Okay. okay, actually, there are a lot of people who aren't affiliated with a club. So I wonder if those are just B that didn't 
because nobody knew, right? We didn't yeah. officially say, yeah, go ahead and enter. Or, or we never you know. do, right? I don't know if anybody was actually waiting for we never any of us to say. We no, they totally were. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. Well, well, only based on our conversations on the air. But you're like, I don't know what to do, and people are like, well, tell us what to do because we want, oh. we want to do this, but we oh. want to abide by the things. Wow, well, that's they weird. Did. They actually listened. Remember. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember yeah. them asking. So, uh, one brewing network. Here's what I hope that either we we just dominate in the second round, fucking win anyway, and mm-hmm. then it's by the way they're still going to boo. Uh, oh yeah, which, which, right. which, which might make me quit life. Like it might make me just uh, wait. You take another two months off, right? No, I think I'll just do it right on stage. I'm just gonna off myself right there on I think stage. If, I think if we win, we should all go up on stage, which we didn't do last year. But we should make a show of putting on Kevlar first. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Well, that would be good. I, think I if, will kill myself on stage if we win. I think if... Uh, yeah. With that bottle cap trophy? Yeah, with the body. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be Sit on it. Shove it through your eye. Awkward yeah. and painful. <laughs> You got wait. I'm not done. It's gonna last three hours. Yeah. Don't I'm, don't leave. I'm not. You fuckers. I'll bleed out eventually. I'm not done. It's like saw. <laughs> gotcha. So if if we were to hold uh, uh, the competition based solely on the numbers that I have here, there'd either be saws, the Society of Akron Area Zymergists, or sods, the. Just, uh, fucking fuck you because yeah. your acronym sucks. Society. Um, it's CCO Oligenty Darby Zymergists or whatever. where are they from? I don't know, man. Well, I'm just wondering, because the other one was just Midwest, so it might just be real regional. Well, like I said, this is all from Indiana, so I don't know. Indianapolis. Okay, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Right. I mean, so not the, that Indianapolis, Indiana doesn't right, matter. But those are the two people, or those are the two clubs that keep popping up, and there's only one In that network. region. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. So, so now it's second round. We'll see. So the two things I hope is that either the Brewing Network decided to bow out of the competition, because I like that sort of protest. <laughs> Because it's like, fuck you guys. Right. Like, I was thinking the other we day. We let you guys win. I was thinking the other day about when I started to become, you know, like the most disheartened with homebrew. And it was the first time we got booed. I remember yeah. just thinking, because I had always had this very, like, glamorous, not glamorous, that's not the right word, respectful view of brewers, of home brewers, because it was right. always this camaraderie, this big talk about we're all so, brothers and we all and and I remember just feeling like wow, now this is like I'm a fucking hippie. I like this mm-hmm. stuff. This is very cool. And I I was just trying to pinpoint the time where I got a little disillusioned about homebrew, and it was the first time standing on stage and getting booed by a bunch of fucking douchebags. And I remember going, oh, it's another veil of bullshit. Right in my life that these people have been presenting for years, and now they're showing their true colors and f these guys. So part of me wants us to either bow out of the competition. Not that I asked anybody to do that. Right, we'll find out uh, according to the entries, or totally fucking dominate the second round and win again. And then I'll be like, Are, are you still gonna boo these guys? Like, are you still gonna boo your fellow homebrewers? Yes, they didn't even count the first round. And I agree with you, Beardy. They are still going to boo. And oh, yeah. And you know what? That's that's going to put me over the edge. Yeah. I'm going to walk out. Yeah. That, <laughs> the first booing really changed my mind because I thought it was all about just making the best beer possible. And we're all just trying to do the, do the best. And, oh, wow, you won a gold. Awesome. High five. Right. And then, oh, you guys won? Boo. boo. It's not like it was a judged thing that, you know, judges voted for the club. Right, going to get it. It's about points. Period. Yeah, yeah. I fully intend to boo if we win from the stage. Yeah, boo. (laughs) Yeah, we should boo ourselves. We'll we'll send one representative up 
from the BN Club. Yeah. And we'll all <laughs> line up. We'll all line up and just <laughs> boo them. We'll all get right Jeez. in the front of the stage. Can we take off our clothes, too? Yes. <laughs> take off our clothes and we'll and boo. just boo them. Yeah. So why not just do. the one why person? Why don't you go up there all <clears throat> proper and everything and then refuse to take it? <laughs> <laughs> just don't touch the trophy. Like, I'm going to. And then right when he hands it to me, just like Drop it's almost <laughs> in my hand, but it slips through my hand and shatters on the stage. Uh, and then pee on it. Is it going to be like. <laughs> Is it going to be a new trophy? And then just, just a new name? No, it's not even a new trophy. In oh. fact, Bevo's got to put our plaque on it this year so that we're all up to Jesus, date. Jesus, Bev. So. Come on. <laughs> well, I didn't mean she's behind. I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Just fucking with I don't know. All right. So, anyhow, they changed the rules this yeah. year, and, and that's my start to beer news, I guess. Okay. Uh, it, it was all public, but they didn't, like, make a big thing out of it. Mm. Um I don't Which know. Which I think they should have, because people don't right. know this. Yeah. I kind of asked for them to make a thing out of it a little yeah. bit. There's a couple things. Like, the name change to me feels a little bit like a slap in the face, not just to us, but like to the other people who have won Club of the Year. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're saying, yeah, we were wrong about that. We shouldn't have called it Club of the Year because that doesn't really encompass what the award is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to change the name. And, of course, I don't have any input on this stuff. This, is, this wasn't presented to the governing committee or anything else. But just me personally, I felt like I was fine with all the rules changes because it addressed the issues. Yeah. The name change, I just, I don't know, I felt a, bit, a little bit like a slap in the face. Well, uh, not d- that they were doing it to me. I mean, for everybody who's won Club of the Year. Yeah. Well, I, now they're getting, don't they have to get more specific? Because now they're giving, like, <laughs> club citizenship awards now. So, like, well, if they say Club yeah. of the Year, that that's they, the they want to yeah. be specific about in terms of competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, then if 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 that's what you're doing, then you keep Club of the Year. I, I don't know. I just felt like changing the name. They're just addressing the times, and so I'm not t- I'm not saying they're making the wrong decision. I'm just saying mm-hmm. there's a little piece of me that felt like by changing the name, you're almost stripping the the award away from the people who have won Club of the Year by saying mm, we didn't really mean Club of the Year. We meant competition club. Does that make sense? Is that just it me make, being it weird? It makes sense. I don't know if that's you me being, being sensitive. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I, I I think. I mean, I guess you look at the other options they had, right? To retire that entire trophy yeah. and come up with a new one. But, they, but but the only reason they did it is because we won so many times, and there was such animosity towards that from a, a very small segment. I want to be, make that per, you know perfectly clear. Yeah. Maybe ten percent of the people in that fucking room, maybe twenty, yeah. uh, were booing. Everybody else was totally fine with it, or they just didn't give a shit. Because because it's a homebrew competition. It doesn't yeah. even matter in real life. <laughs> yeah. um, they have a decent perspective on life. Yeah, so so they would either have to retire that, or, uh, but then that doesn't address the issue. So then you change the name, and that's kind of, the, you know, I could see both sides of it. I don't care, I guess. I do see where way. they were going with the, with the name change. I guess I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't I know think if it's a slap change the face. rules and keep it club the, the trophy, as far as I know, isn't going to change because they asked me, yeah. uh, hey, yeah. do you still have the trophy because we need it. If yeah. the tro- I think if they change the name, the trophy should change. It should just be a totally new and thing. And we should get to keep it because we were the last to have it. Right. <laughs> I mean, we were the champions. What's possession, Doc? Nine-tenths of the law. Thank you. <laughs> Do you think maybe they just changed the name because they don't want to hear the... They don't want to get the millions of e- or millions, whatever, of emails that they get after the thing. Yes. The Brewing Network's not a real club. Blah, 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 blah. So they took club out of the equation. Oh, no, it's still club. 
uh, I see where you're going. Uh, I, I actually, I do think the AHA was reacting to all the complaints. And yeah. one of the complaints was, is it really homebrew club of the year if only the competition matters? And mm-hmm. so that was, that's a valid point. And then the other one was just the point system. So they didn't take club out of it because it's still, it's still now, and now I think it's competition club oh, of okay. the year. Okay. Well, right. and I guess that makes it different because, because they have the Radgast Award. Which is, I think, which is like the good-hearted club of the year. Yeah, yeah. and so you know, but I don't know. People. That's are, what I said five minutes ago, guys. Yeah, I know. Great, okay. Warren. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> right. Shut up. Okay, you on that? He yeah. didn't. Right. Okay. No, I did. Great too. idea. I don't JP. give a shit. And I'm not. Great saying, idea. Shut the fuck up, Warren. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. Should we move on? Right. <laughs> That's so what I, I said five minutes ago, James. <laughs> see? Now you, see, that's what all homebrewers who boo sound like to me. Right. But wait a minute. <laughs> I suggested this five years ago. Yeah, when do we get our points? We don't. We only have 100 members. We don't have 100,000. When do we get our time? You sound like Willy Wonka. These are all valid points. <laughs> Be more friendly. Get more people. I only came to one national homebrewers conference, <laughs> and I have to listen to Justin give an acceptance speech again. I'm sick of Justin. He gave a speech. He's in the hall talking. People like him. I don't like him. I don't want to like him. He's stupid. <laughs> I hear he didn't even send a beer into the first round. He doesn't even... Does he even beer? Do you even beer, bro? <laughs> it's like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even beer, bro? Who works I mean, at the hotel. Yeah. this. I've heard about you. I'm tired of you. Sick of it. All right. What's in the beer news? <laughs> Back to the beer news. <laughs> I'm speaking of myself. Speaking of complaining, yeah. uh, what seems to have pushed craft beer ahead is its purity, right? That's the marketing anyways. Basic ingredients, nothing crazy, and for sure no fruit or spice flavorings involved. We can all agree on that, right? No. Nobody likes fruit beer. No. Nobody no. likes spice beer. <laughs> nope. Wait a second. Well, according to some new data, in 2015, 27% of new beers released contained these exact ingredients. Oh. Fruits, fruits and spices, which is what we're talking about, which is actually up from 15% back in 2010. So fr- I don't like fruits and spices in my beer. <laughs> Fruit beers are growing. Yeah. Uh, here are some deeper numbers on this. 20% of all beer drinkers consumed flavored beers last year. Flavored. Flavored. <laughs> beer like has flavors. flavors. I've yeah. always said I like flavors. You love flavors. I've always said that. Uh, 57% yeah. of those... <laughs> Credited their consumption to a wider availability of new flavors. Mm. So the segment is growing and and they're they're getting more people. Mm. 58% of all U.S. beer drinkers claim at least some interest in drinking a fruit-flavored beer, while 45% (laughs) expressing interest in something called spicy beers. Oh. I don't, I don't know who the fuck these like people spicy are. Uh, spicy is different than uh, spiced beers? Yeah, apparently. Uh, I guess. Yeah. 49% are interested in beers blended with fruit juices Wait, for some who reason. did all this? <laughs> right. It's a uh, marketing company called Mintel. Yeah. Uh-huh. 49% are interested in beers blended with fruit juice. I don't understand who, in what reality that's a concept that people would go for. <laughs> Why was that even no, a that question? I, I would only well, drink whole fruit. It depends on what juice. they're classifying as fruit juice. We've had brewers come in here and talk about them. At, uh, it, I guess is, you're right. Yeah. Is, 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 
is fruit puree to this marketing company fruit juice is mm, that's true uh, is all maybe like grapefruit gulpin or something uh, there's plenty of fruit yeah. juice used in probably beers that are pretty respectable but, well, but I guess, well that's what I'm saying that that's up that trend is is uh, almost thirty percent okay. right now thirty okay. percent of new beers yeah have some sort of fruit addition to them I need a new beer uh, these are interesting <laughs> numbers as the beer industry tries to maintain and attract new drinkers amid dropping sales numbers despite the dollar sales of beer being up 4%, total volume of beer sold is down 2%. The discrepancy there is attributed to the rising retail value of craft beer. A uh, seller maker, please, Bevo. Yeah. Sorry, I'm ordering a beer, JP. It's <laughs> all right. Important You're going to be here a while. Yeah. We interrupt this news broadcast. Yeah. Important things are happening. Anybody else need a beer? <laughs> uh, some other numbers. 25% of beer drinkers say they are drinking less beer than in previous years. Fuckers. Craft beer Boo. has nearly Quitters. doubled. Boo. Craft beer has nearly doubled over the last five years and now encompasses nearly 10% of the beer market. <coughs> Only about 30% of beer drinkers drink craft beer, which means nationally available brands. That's what they defined as craft beer, like Sam Adams. So can we stop? The, the first, this marketing company doesn't know what they're talking right. about. I, this is, this is got, why I brought it up. Caught a couple One more number. Right. One more number. All right. While 23... Uh, 23% of beer drinkers really label themselves as hipster fucking douchebags by saying they drink something called true craft beer. Oh. Which is produced... (laughs) Forget indie. True True craft. craft. True craft. Hyphenated. True craft. True craft. craft. Uh, Produced by small local breweries. Thank you, Bebo. So that is... <laughs> I, got a, I got Tasty's glass. Wow. wow! How can you tell? From the other side, I couldn't see it because the beer's so cloudy. Tasty has his own set of glasses at my at my bar. Is it set now? St- oh yeah! Oh, we, one wasn't cutting it, so now there's <laughs> yeah, there's stickers and bullshit. Oh yeah! Now I gotta look at fucking Tasty every time I take a drink. <laughs> that was Jason's idea. Of course, it was Jason's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go out there and yell at yeah, him right now? Absolutely. <laughs> no, let's finish this and then you can go yell at him. Okay. Yeah. You wanted to comment on the numbers. Well, they're just wrong uh, okay. already. Uh, first of all, uh, the almost 10% of the yeah. market is inaccurate. Uh, yeah. I think we're now at 11. Um, okay. Well, they so, did say 10.4, so I, I did. Well, you I did read that. almost 10%. I said nearly 10%, and that was a mistake. You're absolutely oh, right. Okay. Yeah. okay. That was my fault. Well, then 10.4 might be accurate. I don't okay. know, but I think we're somewhere around 11. Right. Um, I don't. I just don't like their bullshit. No, they just sound like a yeah. bullshit company. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what was interesting to me is the breakdown of, of that segment of... So yeah, we have ten percent of the of the beer market, but that's down despite the dollar value going up. And then people are more inter- they're more gravitating towards things that have fruit in it. So what we think of people uh, wanting in craft beer is not necessarily the case, or maybe it's changing to fruit forward and spice beers. Where in ten years ago that would never have been the case. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to know. Uh, the distinction between regular beer and sour beer, like if it's the increase in sour beer popularity, because fruit is real common in sour beer, whether um, the increase in that is driving the increase in new fruit beers that they're measuring. I had something, uh, let's see, they did say something about sour beers, but only people's interest. Uh, 45% of of beer drinkers were interested, so they would be open to drinking a sour beer, mm. but nothing... Um, yeah. Not about the fruit being in it. Yeah, 45% of beer drinkers, uh, they are interested in sour beer. All right, so I don't know. What's the deal? What's the whole, what's the summary? Give me the executive summary. What are they saying? Fruit beer. Fruit beer is, is on the, the rise. Thing. Yeah, fruit I, beer is on the rise. I could see that as, no. yeah, uh, yeah, sure. 
Okay. I'm in it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Let's take watermelon wheat, for example. Right. In fact, I wanted to use that in the rating game, and I was, but I was almost guaranteed it would rate super high mm-hmm. because of this. It felt too easy. Yeah. Because, yeah, people, you know, especially as new people are tasting craft beer, you give them a fruit beer, every time they're like, damn, I'll take it, girl. <laughs> what, uh, what I'd like to see <laughs> in, in, almost in, in some of these beer rating sites is to just cull everything pre 2012. Yeah. Because I think the the beer drinkers' palates, we've shifted. Like, there's no way Newcastle is is mid 30, sub 40, right? Right. Because people are are now, they'll drink something they don't want to drink just to get, just to do a rating. So when I was playing the the sort of like beer, you know, uh, brewers reading fucked up ratings on their beer with a Half Moon Bay. There was a guy. He's like, I don't like this style. This is a three and a half out of five. It would be it would be better if it had more malt and more hops. <laughs> but it wasn't the style. But yeah. you didn't like the style. Right. So why did you fucking spend the time rating it, dummy? Yeah. Well, and so I think there's a lot of people in those three thousand whatever with the Newcastle example yeah. that don't like this style. That have no idea what the style's even about, and then they would rate. It. So you know what I mean? Like at some point, um, all the people who haven't been educated. Um, in the past 15 years when they were doing all these rating sites or whenever it was, uh, they should all be dropped and we should just push forward with the new breed of mm-hmm. enlightened I agree. Matter. So can we call this article People Are Shitheads? People are shitheads unless you're brewing beer, in which case if you want to start tackling the, the, the growing market of people who are interested in fruit-blended beers, fruit beer. start putting fruit in your beer, dude. Is fruit right. going to be the new IPA? I think it may be. F- beer? FPA? FPA. Right, IPAs are so double aughts. The teens are all about fruit beers. Bro. I don't even know what a double aught is. That was it's last a, decade, I think. It's no. a thing. I see. It's like a foot size. 2000s. Thank you. Um, Doc's like, I don't know, it's a bullet. I know yeah. that. Right. <laughs> and I, I've probably made that bullet before. Yeah. All right, what else? Sometimes we forget that certain states still aren't free to do what they want with regards to craft beer. Damn it. Out in Ohio, House Bill 68 is trying to shift the cap on beer sales from 12% up to 21% for some strange reason. Oh, Wait, why, I don't what? know why I'm clapping. Why, cap? why anyone wants to drink a 21% beer is beyond me, but then again, I don't can, live in Ohio. Because isn't free, right. and because right. America. Right. <laughs> uh, the bill has lost some steam for some reason, and looks to die a slow death shortly when the General Assembly's term runs out, which happens fairly soon, apparently. Glad Seeing as this that. bill was first introduced back in 2011, oh. it seems rather unlikely that it will regain some life. But only one company seems to be opposed to the bill, and that is Miller Coors which they, they have uh, several plants in Ohio and the neighboring states. In its opposition testimony last year, Miller is, uh, said raising the limit could, quote, confuse residents who have come to expect a lower alcohol percentage in beer it is. and considers beer a, quote, beverage right. of moderation. It's confusing. Can you imagine it seeing yeah. a 13% beer on the shelf? Well, I can. well you say, to, you like, say beer, and, and I think, oh, well, that, to me, that's moderate. Now I'm going to drink five because it's yeah, beer. Yeah, right. I don't look at the label, nor do I pay attention to how I feel. <laughs> right. right. So <laughs> when I drink half of it and I start to, you know, feel... <laughs> like I want to run into a tree. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't pay attention no. to that. I 
I drink the other half. Right. right. Yeah. This I drink six thing, packs at a time. This is the thing that's always bothered me about. And by the way, I'm talking about non-alcoholics because I think there's like an alcoholic thing where you just you fucking drink to oblivion. But non-alcoholics, and they're like, oh, I'm hammered. I'm, I didn't even know it. I'm fuck-. Like, I've been drunk before. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We've all been. And uh, it, it creeps uh, up on you from time to time. Yeah, it happens. From it's time sometimes. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But usually, like, when I'm around, like, if I'm in a group of, like, solid friends, yeah. then I don't care if it creeps up on me, right? right? But if I'm out at an event or something, I pretty much pay attention to my body. And right. it's pretty rare, like, if I, you know... Fucking, I'm like, oh my god, I've gone from zero to hammered, right? <laughs> right. There's a hole in between of feelings, <laughs> if you will. Zero yeah. to night rape. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And But people don't pay attention. I, it always boggles my mind when people don't pay attention to that. It's they, weird. Are they not, am, is it unique that I'm in touch with my body? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that like I can this feel... This is now grossing me out. Like, I can yeah. feel, like it starts like this. Like first my mouth, my face gets a little numb, yeah. and then I go, all right, you're feeling pretty good. You should now stay Stick to, like, the lower ones or just sip it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go past that, all right, the words have started to slur a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I'm still feeling good and comfortable, maybe I'll have another beer, right? Yeah. But now I'm really focused on what happens from here. Right. Mm-hmm. Do I start? Am I swaying? Do I stumble? Am I saying stupid shit? But I'm still <laughs> generally aware of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people who just don't. Um, you weren't born in Ohio. Uh, is that what it is? I think I that just... might be what it is. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes I look at these people and I go, what happened to you? You went from zero to fucking hammer. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I think these are the same people who sit in their lifted trunk and drink Monster, Monster Energy drinks right. well, before the beer fest. And I am talking, yes, because yeah. I am talking about yeah. in the beer world. Because I get yes. it how if you sit at the bar and you do five shots, you do go from zero to drunk. But you know yeah. what but you're doing. But with beer, you <laughs> right. don't do that. You, you know? It, it's very hard. Well, and so there are people who... I'm who, calling these people out. You should. And, and I, but, so we have a friend, Russ. Big fat Russ, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yes. he, he likes he likes IPAs and double IPAs because he wants to get that, way. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't he, necessarily enjoy the taste or savor it because oh. he'll drink Modelo also, but he goes. So that's it, what I'm missing. It has he more wants to be. They want to be there, yeah. and in my opinion, that's why more people are drinking IPAs. Honestly, because the alcohol's high. Really? And I, I think, really think that way. I think you're probably right. I'd say 60% of IPA drinkers, sorry, one, um, uh, are just doing it because of the alcohol. Not yeah. because of the flavor. Yeah. Because there's more flavor and less alcohol. Well, you beer. do always hear, give me your strongest beer. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard the excuse of, my <laughs> arm like moves you, at the Justin. same rate, no matter what's in my glass. So there's like, I'm going to drink whatever's right. in my glass at the same speed, regardless of alcohol content. Yeah. And so then... You're saying they do that or you do that? That's their justification to be okay. like, that's how I get zero to 100. Because I kind of do that. I drink pretty sure. much at the same speed, but I do pay attention to what's in my glass. So if I drink really fast, a 9% beer, then I slow the fuck down and right. maybe, maybe I order a water next. Uh, I don't know. Right. And some people are just like, yeah, I've got a beer in front of me. It's going to go down the same speed, whether it's... Right. 21. So it might 12. as well be 21. Well, well God saying, bless yeah. Ohio. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, man. I thought it was really interesting that, yeah. and apparently Miller Coors, this was their only opposition. They just kind of vomited up a, a statement and then haven't said anything. <laughs> so for this to kind of die in, in, in the General Assembly and not go anywhere for five years is kind of weird. Yeah. And so apparently the supporters of the bill are starting to now shake some trees and see why it's stalled and what's going on because okay. once the assembly gets out, Bill's dead and they got to just drum up support again mm, for so, next year. Yeah. yeah, And beers will still be at 12% for another year. Right. I, how dare them? 
Wow. I don't know how many more you have, but pick one. I have three. Oh my god! Is it's it, fine though. It's all good. One, but one's probably really good, and then the no. We spent like, like eight hours on your NHC thing. We we did. It's just it's three. Do you I'll, really I'll run care through. Care about it that much? Like do, okay, I you, will. I'll take out. I'll t- well. I spent he's a time journalist. You getting paid for it either way? But I spent time on it. Okay. I'll, okay. <laughs> Lightning round. Two okay. more. All right. Go. Okay. Um, <laughs> as the days grow longer and we Jesus crawl towards summer. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, apparently, Sorry. AB InBev is uh, bringing up a new brand of Mexican lager from Mexico. I love Corona. It's huh. called Estrella Jalisco. I love that. And it's a 106-year-old Pilsner brand that was first brewed in the city of Guadalajara. It's going to be terrible. Uh, wherever Lupe was born, I'm sure. This is a uh, quote from the marketing director. It says, it celebrates the traditions and the heritage of what makes Mexican culture and Mexican art so special, says Jorge Inda Medez. I love art. The fact oh, that it I comes from Jorge. Jalisco, the birthplace of mariachi, blah, blah, blah. It just makes it more authentic. I don't know what drinking a lot of beer has to do with Mexican culture, but I'm assuming that AB InBev has that. Uh, what's interesting is that the Mexican, uh, the, the rate of, of, of Mexican beer is uh, screaming up the charts in the States. It's oh, the most, screaming up the charts. It's the most popular segment of beer. It's rose 16% in 2015. Which is weird because it's been around, you know, forever. Right. right. And that, that's, that's the weird part. Modelo, uh, Modelo has uh, seen an increase in sales of 24% in 2015. Crazy. Wow. It's insane, right? And so this is the only segment of the market that AB InBev doesn't have because they had to sell their Corona uh, deal right. to do the whatever the fuck, right? So. Oh. Jalisco, Jalisco, Jalisco. Scared me. This makes me feel like a nice Mexican Pilsner. Well, Warren, when you think of Mexican Pilsner, think Estrella Jalisco. Yes, that's right. Estrella Jalisco, the brand that doesn't have urine or glass shards. <laughs> the newest in Mexican yeah. beer. In 109-year-old Mexican beer. I love this quote. One of the largest demographics in the U.S. No, that is second or third generation millennial Hispanic. They're interested and want to connect with the things of their grandparents and parents. It's just a weird... Oh. Their marketing is so fucked, man. Getting yeah. in touch with their roots. Yeah. All right, yeah. and last but not least, we'll be, wrap it up. Wait a second. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> I'm done. You guys are interrupting my nap. Right, here you go, Doc. Go back to sleep. Listen to this. Siesta. Yeah. Yeah. Saying only if we had dentists like you, big white man. I heard while I was at Sierra Toto? that Negro Modelo is changing their name to Modelo Negro or yeah, something. Right. Like they're reversing the they're reversing name. Reversing it, yeah. Which is a to weird keep the Modelo brand scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, scam. I don't know if it's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> it might be a scam, Warren. All right, you want the last one real fast? Is it about Mexican? Sure. Uh, it's no, but it's about that's the only song I've queued up. <laughs> but it's about Budweiser. <laughs> oh, hang on. What's that song? Go ahead. Okay. Is there a um, so Budweiser? White snake. They've done a lot for <laughs> yeah. for beer tech, refrigerated rail car, some other thing. I'm sure that was really great. Then addressing our lack of Mexican beers in the marketplace, and now something called the Bud E, which is a oh. smart fridge. I need a buddy. Uh, I know, oh, I know. buddy. Uh, this smart fridge holds 78 beers and connects to your phone via an app, which keeps you up to date on how many beers you have left, 
how cold things are in there, and when you need to stock up. Unfortunately, it marks every beer as a Bud Light, but you can use it, of course, for any beers. Uh, there are some deeper functions as well, such as an alarm that fires off an alert to your phone whenever someone opens your Bud E and raids your stash. Oh. And if this unfortunate event is to occur, you can actually yell at that person through the fridge. <laughs> so if your app fires and goes, you know, your door's being opened, you can go, hey, put the fucking beer back, bro. And I it, like that. And it yeah. runs through the speaker in the fridge. I would love to. Uh, they're only available in California. So if you live in the Golden State and have $300, you can get yourself a Bud E. I love this. And that's beer. This is my Bud, my Bud clothes song. This Bud's for you. Oh, America, on. drink your fill of Bud. <laughs> Who would go see Whitesnake again if they toured? I thought this was Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was at one time a band called Coverdale Page, which was a combination of David Coverdale from Whitesnake and Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page from Whitesnake. That's not Whitesnake? No, it's Coverdale. That's why they came together. Because it was a common occurrence, what you're thinking, JP. Somehow I doubt yes. that. <laughs> Yes, Bevo? No, no, I got nothing. It's fine. Oh, I got <laughs> She just wanted to say so. Thanks for the white snake. You're welcome. Yeah. Ooh, mama. Watch. I don't That's want to. That's my Budweiser. Who picked 78 cans as the, the size of the mini fridge that you need? Probably home? the manufacturer. Budweiser. Do they yeah. sell cans in an amount that 78 can get pack? 78? Well, what's, yeah, what's, what's 12 divided by 78? The, the fridge pack? What's 12 divided by 78? It doesn't go in evenly. Oh. What's 24 divided by 78? It that doesn't, would be it's it the same problem. Yeah. I can't help you. You don't help me, Warren. <laughs> yeah. Fucking asshole. Math whiz. I can't help you. Yeah. You shitty brain asshole. Isn't there like a 36 pack? Yes. Same problem as 12, Bebo. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, we got Twitter games. <laughs> what about a sixer? Hey, what if I had 12 sixers? <laughs> but then I broke two what and about? gave four away. Then what if a train was leaving the station and I had 18 six packs? <laughs> but drank three of them. No, it's, it's brilliant. They made it so it couldn't be even, so you had to buy it. If you wanted a full thing, you had to buy extra. So you had... <laughs> Never or, mind. Hang on, shit's getting real. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's working it out right now. See, this is when... You music, show your work, but This is when yeah. music mattered. <laughs> this is when I had feeling. <laughs> right, right before this, music mattered. This is when music mattered. And then someone was like, you know, guys, guess what? Music doesn't matter. And White Snake goes, perfect! Watch this! It's time for us to come out! We'll show you! They're like, watch this melodramatic breakdown where Tawny Katane dances on the hood uh, of a Camaro. Do you think she would tour with them? They went back out? I heard she was on tour recently. Yeah, she was. I saw her. Oh, we're, you? It was you. Yeah, we saw... Um, Jason Bonham play. She came out and rocked the fucking lead guitar. She really, really she good. She guitar? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, not just a model anymore. Not just a whore on a Camaro. <laughs> Graduate from the hood. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great job, JP. Are we done with the beer news? <laughs> yeah, we're done with the beer news. Okay. <clears throat> but we got Twitter game now. Uh, All right. Yeah. Can I keep Whitesnake on? Yeah, man. It's about to be a really cool riff. Okay. <laughs> At some point. This is me in my garage when I'm 17. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's about to be a really cool riff. 
Yeah, and your friend's See, like, can I uh, unpause Mario? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no! Listen, pass the joint, you shithead! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's our Twitter game? Uh, well, the BN is writing a book, uh, but we don't have uh, a subject or a title. Oh. So, uh, mm-hmm. we're, I think white we're... snakes are fucking subject. <laughs> subject and title. Yeah. Fucking that's... white snake <laughs> is our title. Yes. Um, so, you know, we got a few answers to that. <laughs> Why is white snake one word? Isn't that weird? Because, like, what? First of all, I, I uh, want to know what a white snake is. But like, there's probably dick. a white snake. <laughs> it's a d- it is. It's, it's a it's it, a Caucasian dick. Yeah. yeah, that's what a white snake is. Yeah. yeah. Do you know this for a fact that that's the thing behind their name? Did you hang out with David Coverdale? <laughs> Did you see his white snake? <laughs> oh, gross! I just find it strange. It's one word. That's all. Go ahead, JP. I agree. I was trying to look at. Uh... Pictures of white snakes. Pictures of white snakes. <laughs> you just Google what image search. You Google white, white snake. snake. That's one word. Is it all dicks? Uh, no, I was hoping that uh, you know someone would say the uh, the the you know the formation of the band or whatever. Oh, I see. <laughs> the white snake. White snake. Maybe they'll sing it in the breakdown. <laughs> dick, 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 dick. <laughs> all right. Okay, you ready for this? Can't keep away. <laughs> Somebody mute him. All right. Go ahead. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, don't be sorry. Uh, Mark Wilson writes, uh, the, uh, it's all about bottling emotions up till you snap and loathe everyone, including yourself. I never do that. It's titled mm. Justin, the feelings calendar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. That's pretty good. William writes, how to drink your way to the bottom. Of a glass. The Brewing Network's quest for free beer <laughs> dedicated to Moscow. That's a, all right. Other than the last part, I like the rest of it. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, John Boris says, Jamil Zanishev's new book, Brewing Classicer Styles. <laughs> <laughs> How one man drove the content of a podcast for 10 years. Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. good, too. Uh, William Boone says, pull the pin. How a half dozen complete asshats managed to make halfway decent beer radio forwarded by Sam Kagagagajaganunner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Wiley says, uh, originality, the best of the stupid Twitter game by people funnier than I, JP. Oh. I didn't really like that one. Too mm-hmm. much, so I'm gonna you can eliminate delete that. that. Thank you very much. Eric Johnson says, a how-to book on taking the most time possible to talk about a single topic. Call it waste of time. <laughs> That was harsh. Uh, apparently a fan of the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Andrew Ignat says, The Hop Grenade, How Not to Make a Dime Off a Worldwide Logo. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Pete Dink says, Boner Chicken, A Pop-Up Guide. <laughs> yeah, too. that's pretty. Uh, Randon Martin. <laughs> what was, what was one of those books that had the hole in it that you like put, yeah. put it through and you flip the page? God. That's not even physically possible. Yes, it is. What? I They're kids' books, books that you stick yes. your finger through, yeah. and it's like a little puppet. Yes, yeah. that's right. But it's the boner chicken book. Yes. Right. Yeah, with the I hole in it. I know exactly what beer he's talking so about. So you put your white yeah. snake through. Right, white snake. <laughs> okay, but so you got a little she. finger puppet well, yeah, with the paint. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Just a Do whatever you want. You want to put your dick through it? I don't care. He's trying to tell you some of us cut that out. Daddy, I'm trying to read. I do whatever you want. I don't care. But mommy said it's weird. Mommy doesn't know. Mommy's weird. Don't tell mom. Mommy doesn't know about dudes. Do whatever you want. She thinks it's weird because she can't do it. You need me to drill another hole in it, kid? Yeah. 
Uh, Randon Martin says, trying to find Justin a new profession that is less stressful than beer festivals, brewery tours, free beers, and cruises. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. Um, someone called Charlie Essers, I don't know who this person is, says, beer podcasting 101, 10 years of free vacations and dealing with early onset liver disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's an accurate title. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Harsh. Uh, 3D Elvis says, uh, it's a coloring book and every page is a hop grenade, but you cannot color it without being sued by Justin. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Once you complete that last little section, you're fucked. You get a cease and desist from John Semakowitz at BeerLawCenter.com. <laughs> Chris B says uh, it's called "Where's Justin?" Kids classic where you hunt for the crying guy in nutters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear nutters. And then last but not least, Ed Riz- Rizon says I hate IPAs and Belgians except those made by our sponsors and guests. A guide to ass kissing and condescending attitudes. Oh wow! wow. Of, That's that a listener. One. He knows. A couple yeah. of hard hitters in there. <laughs> we had a lot of them. So uh, God bless. Uh-oh. I don't know. I didn't write anything down. <laughs> the last one sounded good. Okay, the first one was funny. Yeah, and the Pete the Dink one was really the, good. What was the first one again? The first one uh, was, it's all about bottling emotions until you snap and loathe everyone, including yourself, titled Justin, the Feelings Calendar. I vote for that one, and then I also really like the Pete the Dink yeah. one, though. So was his? I put those two on well, the table. If anyone would like to add more. Oh, the boners, yeah. yeah I like Pete, the boner chicken. Boner chicken. The, but let's go Pete the Dink. Boner okay. chicken book. All right, there you go. That's the winner, Pete the Dink. All right, Pete, good job, buddy. Well done. Thank you for participating in our Twitter game and our show. <laughs> All right. Uh, was that it? That was it. Let me look at my commercial log. Oh. I think I've completed everything. Oh, I didn't promote other shows on the Brewing Network. Uh, don't forget that Dr. Homebrew... Are you guys recording uh, next We're week? recording Thursday. Uh, Thursday. This Thursday. This Thursday, yep. yeah. All right. Dr. Homebrew will be live at 7 o'clock-ish. Uh, 8, isn't it? Better make 8 it, o'clock-ish. Better make it 8. Okay. Because uh, we have some new beers that the guys haven't had a chance to judge. So Cool. So Dr. Homebrew's coming up. Uh, I do believe that the Sour Hour is also recording here soon. I believe it's the um, 30th. The 30th. That's another Wednesday. Um, that'll be exciting. Um, Ears Up is recording. See? That's uh, right. Well, Friday, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. be talking to the director. Director of the Dark Side of Disney, a documentary on all the fucked up shit that happens at Walt Disney World. Oh, and I've got to post some Bruce Strong and some um, Brewing with Style shows too, which will happen this week. So lots of new content coming your way. Bevo and I will work on the calendar on the on the website so that you don't think that we've dried up and died. Uh, there are new shows coming out all the time. In fact, we're pro- the, the strange thing is what we're doing currently is putting out more content than ever. On a more timely basis than in a long time. <laughs> Maybe not than ever, uh, but then in a long time. But we're talking about us being such douchebags so so much and me being gone so much yeah. that we're counteracting all that we're doing. But really, if you were to sit down and think about it, we have more content than ever happening. We have more shows on the Brewing Network coming out on, more, on a more regular basis. We have more guests coming into the studio. We're doing more than ever, but catching more shit for it because all I do is talk about how much it sucks. Right. So the, the self-deprecation is actually backfiring on us? I've gone too far. I did have a person, I think I've said this before, somebody told me, like, you've made a career out of self-deprecation. It's finally catching up to me. Mm-hmm. I have to stop with the, I have to come in here and talk about how great we are, I think. Is That's going to be weird. It's going to be strange. Uh, especially, uh, especially for you guys. Just start nagging yourself. Do you like the compliment sandwich? <laughs> I see. Yeah. Instead of going full positive. 
But you see what I'm saying? Like, I do. Uh, content yeah. is, we're doing content galore right now. We're not doing too bad. But, and um, I got a show that I still need to put together yeah. and try to oh, do another show. More shows around the corner. Know. And another show in development, too. Uh, but whatever. None of that's any fun to talk about. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just another show. No. Yeah. Just another show. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for um, being here for my show back. I won't be here next week, but neither will anybody else. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, we're going to talk about Eagle Rock, but I'm sure you, okay. you can handle it. it and, yeah, man. Uh, I don't care. Uh, we'll see what happens. Do what um, I don't care. Do whatever you want, kid. In wow. the meantime, please do go buy your Spring Brews Festival yeah. tickets. It's for a great cause. We're, we're supporting the... <laughs> it's for my cancer. American Lung Association it's for my cancer. with some fucking deep... Fish that was just found off the coast of Argentina while we have kids dying in our cities. Mm. It's actually for the local uh, music program right here I love in it. Concord. Great. Love uh, music. It, it supports youth music programs and the downtown uh, summer con- Concord t- summer concert series in the park. You've been out for like um, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You've been out of the <laughs> Yeah. Just go to bnbrewfest.com yeah. buy tickets. You're no, going to have awesome. uh, 50-something breweries, and you're going to have a great time. Uh, JP, you can do the rest. Thanks, everybody. Right, Good thanks. to see you, Doc. Beardy, yeah. you've been doing a great job. JP, oh. thank you so much for holding down the fort. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Um, Bevo. You have one of those? Still haven't seen those boots. <laughs> Everything else you do you is You can great. hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might work this time. He gone. It might work this time. <laughs> Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Jared and Brendan stopped by to promote their new documentary on the SF brewing scene, Brewers by the Bay. Check out all the details over at brewersbythebay.com. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bebo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info. Follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee. And Warren is also adding to the noise over at Another Beardy. The production director on the session has been push eject. Today's show is produced by someone I'm not exactly sure, to be honest, but it was probably Justin or maybe even Bev. We may never really know. JP was sort of here. Bevo was here, too, eating a sandwich, and I was staring at her, and it was really weird. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Burnett on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.